0: Welcome to the Elijah Fire Podcast, where we jump into issues of today with faith and freedom instead of fear. And now here's your host, Jeff Tharp.
1: What is going on, everybody? Happy Monday, October 17th, 2022. Welcome to Elijah Fire Episode 117. Just a reminder to everybody that we are now at five days a week. Some of you are hearing this for the first time and you're up. It's Episode 116. I was looking at a different thing, clearly, when I wrote 117. That's tomorrow. 116 is today. Um, but yeah, just a reminder to everybody that we are at five days a week. So some of you are hearing that for the first time and are going, whoa, what? I thought you were only at three. I missed the memo. Yes, you did. But guess what? Now you know. And today, tomorrow, all the way to Friday, we're going to be having a, a an, an Words are hard, guys. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. It's a Monday. Uh, every day this week, you're going to get an Elijah Fire episode. So you're going to get spiritually fed, turbocharged. You're going to level up. You take him to the next level. It's going to be great. I'm really excited about today's episode. I've been looking forward to having this guy back. He's been on once before. Uh, back when we were still in single-digit episode numbers. And now we're in three-digit episode numbers, which means... It's business time so um he's a revivalist he's an author he's the founder of consuming love ministries he's also the host of the podcast the father's heart along with his wife anna joe actually so go check it out links are in the description let's give it up from my guest today tyler medina tyler medina hey! welcome, to the show. <laughs> welcome to the show man
2: oh thanks for having me
1: yeah it's so good to have you back you're no longer blurry. Backstage, you were a little blurry. You're cr- right. crisp. You're nice and crisp. A,
2: yeah, upgrade. Yeah, there
1: <laughs> we go. So, okay, at the, uh, I just said that you were a revivalist. So I actually just thought it'd be kind of interesting. In your own words, what is a revivalist?
2: Come on. Well, revival, I think it was Mike Pickle said, revival is the eruption of God's heart on a a soul poured out, you know. Mm. And so revivalist for me is somebody that's burning after the heartbeat of God. Somebody that, you know, like Moses, isn't just looking at a burning bush, but they become a burning bush. They become a living encounter. Right. And so their heart and soul is laid down before the presence of God to be a bridge for other people to walk into an encounter with his presence.
1: Mm. Boom. There you go. Clip it. <laughs> Clip it. There we go. Um, okay, so what, Tyler, what are we talking about today? Because I'm sure we're going to talk about a myriad of things, but what's what's really in your heart to share?
2: Yeah, so uh, just kind of, you know, I mean, if we're just basing off a of bullet points, just a few things that have really been in my heart of, you know, kind of what God's speaking right now um, in this moment, just kind of wide scale for the body of Christ um, is, you know, one is is just the call to intercession. Um, I believe right now, more than ever before, that God is looking for intercessors to partner with the, the spirit of God um, and partner with his plan and purpose for the earth. I believe that, you know, there, I mean, there's a multitude of things that I really believe God's saying. He's, he's always speaking, right? His sheep hear his voice. Um, but if we were just to pick a few things to touch on a Gideon army, yeah. I really believe we're a time of cleansing and a drawing back. Um, you know, I believe that um, he is calling us to stand in the gap which goes along with intercession. I believe that we're entering into a new age, which is the age of the kingdom. Yeah. Um, but just to kind of touch on a few, a uh, few things that are, are really relevant to right now in the body of Christ. Mm. So,
1: okay. Cause there's some people that'll hear you talking about the, the call to intercession, right. And they might go, that's like, that's like my least favorite thing to do. <laughs> Why is intercession important? And then also if we could even just get into like right out of the gate, kind of, ripping off this false veil that intercession is this boring thing because dude, intercession is, come on is legit. And, um, man, that's been some of my most powerful encounters with the Lord have been during times of intercession. So, um,
2: yeah, just take it away come on well i believe that you know it's a testimony of our inward affection will come out in an outward expression and you know jesus you know this is this is something that wrecks my heart because with the disciples they didn't ask jesus to teach us how to prophesy they didn't ask him to teach us how to you know work miracles how to do this one thing that they did ask him was teach us how to pray that's
1: right you know
2: like out of everything that they had witnessed of jesus's life the one thing that they had asked for was, was give us your prayer life. Teach mm-hmm. us how to pray. Teach us how to intercede. You know, Jesus in, in all the you know, the busyness of life still, still went away early in the morning and withdrew himself to spend time with the Father in prayer. I believe it's so important because it's understanding that the timeline of Jesus' life is like this. He spent 30 years with his family. He spent three and a half years in public ministry and he spent 2,000 years making intercession for us. <laughs> Come on. Come on. man! To, 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 yeah. to reiterate, reiterate the, the importance of intercession, you know, and partnering with the spirit of God is that we have an, an advocate for us, right? The Holy Spirit. But we have a That's way right. to communicate with his presence, yeah. which is what Jesus came to restore. It says that Jesus came to seek and save that which was lost. Well, the thing that was lost was koinia. It was communion with God. And so that was one of the one of the the attributes along with salvation is communion, you know, and it's interceding with the spirit. And and whether you're a prophet, an apostle, an evangelist, a teacher, our first ministry is an intercessor, like our first ministry. And I think a lot of people nowadays have forgot that their first ministry is to God before anything else. Right. And so it's vertical communication and vertical communion. And then it goes horizontally with one another. And that's your acts, too, where they broke bread, ate together, dined together, sold everything they had, gave according to each other's needs. And the numbers were added daily that which would be saved. But if we neglect the place of vertical communion with the father and we neglect this place, then everything else, because as you grow with, you also need height. And as you grow high, mm-hmm. you need width, and so it's the balance of all things. But Isaiah fifty nine says, it, it, Isaiah fifty nine, God says, "I looked for a man who would stand in the gap." Mm-hmm. And this is the thing: is when he couldn't find a man, he became a man,
1: yeah, and he
2: threw himself into the gap. Wow, right? And he wow. forever sits at the right hand of the Father, making intercession for us. And mm-hmm. so it's not even just a it's not just a, a byproduct of Christianity or salvation. It's a way of pa- it's a rite of passage. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a byproduct of knowing him. It's a, it's a, it's part of the believer's authority is that we're able to intercede and stand and come boldly before the throne of God. It's a privilege to stand before his presence. That's why Matthew four, Jesus is being tempted in the wilderness, Matthew four, four, and Satan comes and says, if you really are the son of God, why don't you turn the stone into bread? Right. And he says this, he responds as for it is written, the man can't live off bread alone, but by every rhema word that currently flows forth from the mouth of God. So how do you hear every word that currently flows? you got to get in proximity. That's right. Right. Psalm says that the high priest Aaron, it says the oil ran from the beard of the high priest Aaron. Well, so it is in the presence of God. When we sit at his feet, we allow the oil of his presence to begin to saturate every part of who we are. So that when we leave this place, we begin to uh, become a living encounter for people to taste and see that the Lord is good. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And was this,
1: uh, Tyler, I got to ask, like, was this? Oh, was this something that you you've always had kind of a a draw towards intercession or was that, was this a process of this specific thing getting revealed to you? Cause I know sometimes people can, you know, when they come to the Lord, they can get like, boom, lightning bolt revelation. Right. But sometimes there's certain things where maybe there's some poor doctrine, there's some poor understanding of the true significance of something. Uh, So I was just curious what that process was like for you.
2: Yeah, absolutely. You know, the Bible says that Jesus grew in wisdom and stature. Mm-hmm. You know, and if Jesus can grow in wisdom and stature, how much more can we? You know? And so that, more. <laughs> right? You yeah. know, and so at the beginning of my ministry, I you know, I didn't have the heartbeat for this the way that I do now, mm-hmm. you know, but I didn't have the revelation of it that I do yeah. now. You know, Revelation 320, behold, I stand at the door and I knock. If any man opens up, I'll come and dine with him and him with me. Right. Like there's an invitation that's that's out to the body of Christ. And what I've learned from him at this point is when we begin to give parts of our heart over to him and we begin to dedicate times like this, he becomes jealous for that time. Hmm. He becomes jealous for that space in our lives. Right. To commune, to come down and dine with us. And and, um, you know, I I didn't understand this early on. This was a this was a series of development over, over the years of uh of the veil just being torn back, right? There's nothing new under the sun. It's a further unveiling. Mm -hmm. And so the revelation of intercession uh, began to be more awakened and more enlightened to me. But honestly, I always tell every people, you know, I always ask our church, I say, when you fell in love, did you fall far enough? You know, it's a question I ask often is when you fell in love, did you fall far enough? Mm -hmm. You know, because I'm continually falling in love with God. And I'm continually, he, he's, he didn't just woo me, you know, it's the same thing with a, with a, with a marriage, you know, uh, my motto for my marriage has been daily. I say, I do. I didn't just say our covenants when we got married and that was it. It's, it's every day I say, I do, you oh, know, and it's the renewal of those vows. Well, it's yeah. the same thing with him. I haven't stopped falling in love with Jesus. Yeah. That's why John the Baptist said, I must decrease and you must increase. So I Paul, at the beginning of his ministry says, I'm the chief of apostles halfway through. He says, I'm the chief of sinners. And at the end of his ministry says, I'm the least of all. Mm-hmm. Right. And in his digression was his progression. The more that he decreased in the national allowed God like Gideon, we'll talk about Gideon, I'm sure at some point here, but, you know, he put Gideon on like a glove, you know, and it's the prayer of God put us on like a glove. But I think, you know, as you continue to spend time with the Holy Spirit, he becomes jealous for that time. But your awareness, your awareness of the need. To spend uh, spend time at His feet and spend in communion begins to enlighten and uh, your heart and your ambition, but also the desire for intercession and realizing that it's a privilege to partner with the Holy Spirit and partner with His plans and purpose for the earth. Not not asking Holy Spirit to partner with us, but us partnering with the Holy Spirit for His plans and His and His purpose to come come to uh, come to pass on the earth.
1: Yeah, yeah, man, that's so good. Um, and then also too, when I was in missions, I was in YWAM Youth of the uh, West. And um, one of their uh, main things they do is intercession. It's even scheduled into the week. And there was a period of time, man, where like I dreaded going to it. And that was like a real check for me of like, if the Bible says that the prayers of a righteous man are powerful and effective, on, why, are, why am I so, I'm missing something. It's not the, the time itself. I'm missing something. And that really began a process of, it wasn't immediate, but it was this slow process of realizing like, cause like when people say, Oh, what can I do for you? They're like, Oh, just pray. I'm like, not <laughs> just pray like what? Come on. Come on. So that, that's like, that was really kind of my process of realizing something's wrong. Cause you know, I mean, there would be these moments in, in our intercession times in YOM where I have really powerful, like visions and words and they'd be really fiery but then you know other times it was just like you know you kind of just when is this over and that is a that's a poor place to be oh. when when we've been given this amazing opportunity to intercede um and so i really really i hope through the process of this episode that's gonna maybe stoke a fire within some people who may be a little less inclined to to get in that place of intercession that it's going to stir some hunger inside of them um, to, to really press in on. Yeah. Yeah,
2: absolutely. It's when the switch flips and it transfers from obligation and habit to a privilege. Yeah. You know, when the understanding flips and it's no longer a habit or obligation that I have to be at a prayer meeting or I have to pray and I have to intercede. You know, the communication no longer is one sided of when something goes wrong is the time that I begin to pray. But mm-hmm. we begin to understand it as a privilege and a right of passage and a means of communication with the Father. And knowing yeah. that when I pray, Paul tells the Corinthian church, I pray in the whole, I pray in the spirit more than all of you. And it didn't mean more than all of you uh, individually. It meant collectively. If I lined all of you together, I pray in the spirit more than all of you, mm-hmm. you know. Like and just continually in that place of intercession, you know, partnering with the Spirit of God again for His plan and purpose to come to pass on the earth. And it's it's just it's so you know a lot of people know, uh, and I, I, may, I might be getting this. I always sometimes I get the story twisted, but either Charles Finney or Jonathan Edwards, a lot of people know who they are, but they don't know who Daniel Nash is. You know, and Daniel Nash was the intercessor. I believe it was for Finney. I could be mistaken there, but he was the intercessor who would come in and spend weeks at a time praying before they would go in and begin to preach and revival broke out in these cities. And so a lot of people know that the fruit of it and they know the aftermath and they see the testimonies and the miracles and the signs and the wonders. But they don't know Daniel Nash, who spent weeks in labor and travail and prayer and intercession, uh, breaking the ground open. Uh, for the revival to come to come wow. to pass, you know, and this has been a wow. story for, for many people um, who have moved out in the spirit like that, that it's been birth and prayer. I mean, let's look at the acts two church, right? Mm-hmm. You know, sitting, sitting in acts two in the upper room, praying for days without ceasing for the move of God to take place. And it was after that, that we, that we see the birthing and the 3000 being saved. You know, it started with men who were willing to pray day and night and night and day and not allow the fire on their altar to burn out standing steadfast in prayer, praying without season and believing for the inner, of the lord mm-hmm. well,
1: and i think too that that what you're talking about applies to anything else even within the christian walk which so often you know, you'll get somebody who's like oh, i want what you have i want this i'm like <laughs> <laughs> Come on. it's gonna be it's gonna be fun for you yeah because it's like it, it that process of refinement it's that refinement process man and it's just like uh yeah, like you were talking about, like I had no idea who that guy was. What would you say? Something Nash? What's his Daniel name? Daniel Nash. Daniel Nash. See, I'd never, I never knew who he was. I didn't know, I didn't know that he did that. So, yeah, case in point, right there. So, yeah. Okay. Um, I, w- so what is this about? Um, and we'll kind of just let all these points kind of interweave yeah. in, man. Uh, but I see this point in here about the changing of the guard. Okay. What's that, what's that about?
2: Yeah. So I, I think it's, uh, I think it's great relevance that we just saw, you know, the passing of the queen, you know, I, mm-hmm. I can't remember exactly what was a 75 year. I mean, it was a, a, an astronomical number of how many years that she actually reigned, right. you know, and I, I believe it's also, if we, if we look at it, at the right, you know, we can look, we can know by the times and seasons where God's moving in the earth. Right. Um, it's that sons of Issachar anointing to to discern the times and season is to know that God's breathing a new way, you know, he's a cloud by day or day, a pillar of fire by night, you know, and we're just following the cloud. But I do believe that we're in a time of, of the changing of the guard, just as, you know, from the way that their kingdom is still uh, structured as a monarchy, you know, and how it's set up. And, you know, it's, uh, you know, it's, uh, you know, there's a, a physical changing of the guard with, with the prince now becoming king and, you know, the queen passing on. Well, I believe it's the same thing with the body of Christ. I believe that we're seeing a lot of fathers who have, who have passed, who have went on, you know, Ryan, uh, Ryan uh, you know, Billy Graham, there's been a lot just in the last, you know, five to 10 years of, you know, what we would consider spiritual giants in the body of Christ or generals in the body of Christ who have passed on and went on to be with the Lord. Um, you know, the day that Billy Graham passed away, I actually, in the morning I woke up, I remember it was physically waking up out of a dream gasping for air. Um, the moment that I, I had this vision and or in this dream and in the dream, I saw the face of God and the face of God came and filled the sky and he had this massive baton and he took this baton and he brought it down to earth. And when it hit earth, it spread into thousands of batons and they just dispersed across the earth. And I woke up out of a dead sleep gasping for air. And I had a text from my wife who I was dating at the time. It said, Billy Graham just passed away. And I remember just feeling the release of assignment of, of, of the mantle of who's going to, the invitation of who's going to step up and grab it. Mm. the invitations going out for people to host and the eyes of the Lord are wandering to and fro and he's looking for people who will host him in this hour he's looking for people who will be ambassadors of his glory he's looking for people who he can wear like a glove who will partner with the who can be the outstretched arm of God towards a lost and dying world and I believe that we are in a season in a time uh, a really an opportune moment where it's the synergy of the ages coming together it's that Malachi prophecy the hearts of the fathers back to the sons the sons of the father there's a synergistic anointing between generations right now where where we are literally in a passing of generations and and you know and i believe that we can't do without the old you know i, I believe that mm-hmm. we need both i believe we need the young and we need the old you know and i believe that i believe that we only have authority over that which we love but we can only receive from that which we honor and honor is the gateway that opens the receptivity of our hearts yeah, you know so and sad. we need what the old generation carried mm-hmm. you know but i do believe that for many there's a physical and a spiritual passing of the baton um on to the next generation where other leaders in the body of Christ are beginning to step up to the plate or beginning to step up in some of these fathering roles to the body of Christ as a whole and so when i say the changing of the guard i believe it's for the local expression of the church but also the more corporate apostolic expression of the church um is that god is raising up leaders and voices in the earth not echoes but voices john the baptist came out saying i'm a voice you know mm-hmm. and he's raising up voices in the earth who will help carry uh, and who will help steward an end time revival
0: mm
1: yeah it seems like whenever we see someone pass um go on and be with the lord there is this measure of like i've seen even within like my wife and myself we've we had a dear friend who was an inspiration to many around her and then she went on to be with the lord um, and uh, she passed away in her i think her early 30s it was um and um there was this effect that it had on everybody though knowing what she stood for and the things she did for the lord where everybody was this it was this thing that almost like spurred you on like to in a way carry on the legacy that she the the lord established with her um and i i see that especially with even like the people figures like reinhardt Bonnke and billy graham even more so where uh, so th- I think the vision or that dream you had with that baton and it's scattering into like thousands of batons is a perfect example of that. Um, cause it's like, what, how do you, I mean, I want to hear your thoughts on this. How, how do you, when someone passes away like that, like Billy Graham, for example, and, uh, how do you carry on with what God has instilled in you while also. In a way, you can become a successor of what he did and the groundwork that the the earth that he tilled, you can go in and you can continue to plant, water, harvest that. So, I mean, I want to hear your thoughts on that.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's, you know, if we we take just Billy Graham, for example, you know, who we can clearly, you know... um, to know it as an evangelist who was winning souls so, you know i mean uh, it's uh, I, I can't remember the exact number but i know it's in the millions of you know people that they had or yeah. you know who received cards from who confirmed salvation through through the life and ministry of billy graham and and so we can look at it and whether you're you know wh- whatever fivefold fold grace that you believe that you you operate in or, or function under um or whether you believe that, that you do or don't you know even operate in a fivefold grace the bible says we're all called to the work of an evangelist you know so whether my function or my ministry is is more apostolic we Maybe it's primarily prophetic or, you know, maybe it, Maybe I just feel to be a true fivefold teacher teaching and instructing the word of God. The Bible says we're all called to the work of an evangelist, right? And so everything, every prophecy, every healing, every miracle, every sign, every wonder is for one thing, it's the point of back to Jesus. If not, it's in vain, right? And so even in that, even if I don't feel specifically designated maybe to that role in, in an apostolic or fivefold function, I'm still called to the work of an evangelist. And so if anything, with death comes resurrection. And so with the death of Billy Graham, with the death of you know some of these uh, some of these folks it brings a resurrection power in Mm -hmm. us right it resurrects dreams it resurrects visions it it resurrects assignments it resurrects calls right and you begin to feel the unction of the holy ghost that i need that that somebody else let their ceiling become my floor right and somebody else paved the way for us to step into a greater glory a greater dimension they they paved the ground so that i didn't have to in, in that area right and um and so I think with it, there's a resurrection that comes, um, to the heartbeat of, of we need to step in and, and take a hold of this, right. The world's dying. The, the world's, you know, it's, it. We're, we're closer than anyone's ever been to the return of Jesus Christ. And so it's time more now than ever before to get serious about this. And, you know, one thing we urge, urge our people in daily is, is living a lifestyle of this, you know, it's not, we don't evangelize because of habit or obligation. We evangelize because we're in love,
0: mm. you know,
2: we want to tell people about Jesus. And so one thing that I really, uh, pray and try to instill as much as we can in any opportunity we can is to learn how to live in a lifestyle that John 15 abiding in him and him abiding in you and that everywhere you go, it's the overflow of a life laid down. And so even at your workplace, at the grocery store, everywhere you go, you're just loving on people, you know, just because Jesus is love, you know, we owe no man nothing but to love him. So the expression of that evangelism doesn't always look like preaching in front of thousands of people, right? Like we're all, we all have a metron. We all have a measure in which we're given. And it's like the parable of the talents you know and he might have preached to 10 15 thousand people in one setting and you might have you know two people at the grocery store that's your audience but it's not le- it's none less significant your significance to the body of christ and you have an assignment and you he may have this many talents and you may have this talents but are you giving all your talents to the glory of god are you mm-hmm. using everything that god's given you for the glory of god you know, and that's what it comes down to is, is how do we, how do we live out the expression of that in, within our Metron, within our daily walks and give it to back to God, the gift that's been dispersed and the grace that's been dispersed. How do we give it back to him so that he gets the glory?
1: I, I want to say it was last week or the week before I uh, had Andrew Tao on, I don't know if you know Andrew Uh, Tao. Yeah. And he was talking about this exact same thing. Uh, Um, And I think that I I kind of want to highlight it because uh, God has a way of doing that where he'll highlight certain things on this show a couple of times. And, you know, the people that are on, they're not aware that the other person said it, Um, but we're all connected to the same source. And so for me, I look and I go, okay, God wants to highlight the fact because there's some people watching where God is really spurring you on right now to start something but you keep talking yourself out of it because it's not going to look the way maybe god gave you a vision of what it's going to look like 20 years from now and it doesn't look like right now but you need to start it now so that 20 years from now it looks like what god showed you andrew was talking about how you know when he really felt like he was supposed to start ministry He he used his grandma's garage, and he said it. Two people showed up. He's like, my grandma showed up, and a girl who ended up becoming my wife. And those two people, Uh, and it was a process. uh, And he tried to make it look as nice as possible in the garage, and dressed it all up. And um, I mean, and now God has really blessed him with a a much larger platform. But it was because of that starting in a garage, uh, and you're gonna look back on those times and go, only God could have done this. And it's like, almost just like fuels that worship and that praise Um, towards him. When you, when you see what God did, when he built something out of nothing, which is how we became, (laughs) came into life was, it was, it was something out of nothing. And so, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I think that's just really important. I think whoever you are, you know, who you are, go do it, go start it. Just give God what you have and let him do the rest. So good. Amen. Come on. There we go. <laughs> so, okay. What is this about possessing the gate? I'm curious about this.
2: Yeah. So, possessing the gate, um, one thing that, in accordance to everything that we're talking about now, you know, Isaiah 58 says, I'll call you to be repairs of the breach, restores of the ancient paths in which to dwell you know, well, in order to repair a breach, we have to find a breach, mm-hmm. you know, and we're, and that's one thing that I feel like we're, we're dealing with right now, you know, even with our churches and some of the things we're addressing with the call back to intercession, you know, that's an ancient path, you know, like that's one of the ancient paths, you know, is intercession. And some of these things that we're talking about even here, you know, but possessing the gate comes from, you know, that passage where it says, you know, that the gates of hell will not prevail against you, you know, right. And so the gates of a city back in, back in those times, or, you know, um, or in historic times, the gates of the city is where the leadership met. It's where the elders met of a city. And so when, when he says that the gates of hell will not prevail against you, what it means is that the leadership, the hierarchies, the powers and principalities, the rulers of wickedness in high places, right? At Ephesians six, like they're not going to prevail against you. And so when we talk about possessing the gate, if you think about any of these, you know, uh, you know, these, these, these older movies that deal with, you know, medieval, or, you know, one of the things that they're trying to do is they're, if they break entrance to the gate, they got it, you know, yeah. like it was, it was over. If they breached the wall, mm-hmm. if they breached the wall, if you think about a castle, you think about, you know, I just want you guys to picture that in your mind. If you think about a castle, these high walls, you know, if they breached the wall, they were in, yeah. you know? And so one thing that I feel like is, is, um, is the call right now is that it's, it's no longer tiptoeing with, with first level warfare, you know, with, with first heavenly warfare, you know, I believe that we are Colossians three seated with Christ in heavenly places. We rise above powers and principalities. Hebrews four says that he ascended through the heavens, dismantling powers and principalities on the way, you know, and so often we can get engaged in this foot battle on the first heavenly, you know, playing field, um, you know, and I believe that it's time to rise above that. I believe that you know, when 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 eagles uh, fight a snake, they don't fight snakes on the ground. What they do is they come down and they grab a snake and they bring it up into a higher atmosphere, that's an good. atmosphere that's not conducive for its for its survival. Oh, man, and all we that. have to do is we don't get on we don't get on first heavenly warfare. We come up into the place of God's glory, so the good. dimension of His glory, where powers and principalities don't rule. And so, what uh, when we say possessing the gate, we're talking about it. it's time to go past. It's time to step past the veil. It's time to step past the gate. It's time to to stop playing around. I, I believe that God's breaking us out of this this cycle of warfare that we've been in, you know, year and year and year, and just keep wandering around the wilderness. I believe it's time to break out of that. I believe it's time to inhabit the promise. I believe that revival is no longer something we're prophesying that's, you know, years down the road, week every year yeah. revival's coming, revival's coming. Revival's here and it's not the first great awakening it's not the second great awakening it's the greatest awakening one that's going to awaken the bride and she won't fall back asleep into her slumber it's time to stop playing patty cake with the gospel we're coming into an age of the kingdom an age of power and demonstration right? And so it's time to possess the gate for the glory of God. It's time to stop playing around with first heavenly warfare. It's time to step into that place of Colossians 3, seated with Christ in heavenly places, understanding our power and authority, stepping into Matthew 18, 18, that will bind on earth what's bound in heaven, loose on earth what's loose in heaven, binding, uh, binding the warfare and releasing the glory of God and seeing a nation truly change back for his goodness.
1: Yeah. Amen, man. I'm telling you, uh, my wife and I were talking about this very thing where we feel like there are a lot of people within the um, commentary kind of community, even on social media, who have great influence, but are uh, waging war on a physical level. Um, And uh, that's why whenever we talk about the issues of today on this show, I always try as best i can to i i always try as as best i can to aim it aim higher aim much higher i mean up into the kingdom like come at it from a kingdom perspective where we're not feeding in hopelessness we're injecting it with hope because it's like that's 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 what god is all about and so um i love that that whole image of of an eagle grabbing a snake and taking it up into its its territory i love that i think that is so that's really strong. That's exactly what we try to do. That's exactly what we should be Amen. trying to do as the church. Um, and so that shouldn't be like a discouragement thing. That should be an encouragement, a reminder of how we're supposed to operate in the spirit. Is that Absolutely.
2: Amen. Mm. You know, he says, keep me in remembrance of my word and war over those promises, mm-hmm. you know, and so that's going back to intercession again is we're partnering with the spirit of God. We're partnering with his word in Matthew four when Jesus is being combated by the devil. And he says, if you really are the son of God, the first thing he says is for it is written, you know, and he comes back to the authority of the word, which Jesus that's says good. He holds the word above his own name. Mm-hmm. You know, and what you're talking about with hope is, you know, the Bible says hope deferred makes the heart sick. Yeah. You know, and what will happen is if the enemy can't get to us one way or another or through warfare, what he'll try to do is cause a seed of hopelessness to manifest in our heart, because out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. And so what he'll try to do is he'll try to get us to enslave ourselves by our own words, because there's power in the tongue and there's authority on the tongue that comes back all the way to Genesis 128, you know, which is the first commandment be fruitful, multiply, subdue the earth. Adam comes to God after that and he says, God, what do I name the animals? And God says, why are you asking? He says, you name them and whatever you call them, so they so they shall be.
0: Thanks for listening. The Elijah Fire podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, visit ElijahFire.com slash donate.
2: And so our believer's authority to speak and decree a thing, you know, happened all the way back in Genesis when God gave man power, dominion, authority all o- over all the earth. Ezekiel 37, he comes to the Valley of Dry Bones saying, can these bones live again? And God says, why are you asking me? You prophesy, son of man, that the, that the winds will come from north, south east and west that israel's armies will rise again right and so what the enemy will try to do when you said when you were talking about hope it just it just sparked it up in me is that he'll try to cause a seed of hopelessness to manifest in our heart and what and so what comes out of the heart the abundance of the heart the mouth speaks and now what we're doing is we're actually enslaving ourselves by our own words because we begin to speak in agreement with hopelessness rather than the hope of glory and speaking and decreeing a thing on the word of god and we get real good in pentecostal church that i decree and i declare and i I love it it's great Mm -hmm. it's got his purpose. But every word that we say is a decree and a declaration because we are mm-hmm. ambassadors of the kingdom of heaven. That's why he said, don't let any idle word come forth from your mouth. So just to just to come, come in agreement with what Jeff's saying here is don't allow hopelessness and the seed of hopelessness to enter into your heart because it will manifest. And if we don't caution our words, we will enslave ourselves by our own tongue. And that's wow. why Isaiah yeah. forty thirty one comes with a promise that those who hope in the Lord, here's this eagle verse again, right? Those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They'll rise on wings like eagles. They'll run and not grow weary. They'll hope they'll walk and not fail faint those Mm. who hope in the lord and so it's why we need to stay steadfast and hope in the lord Mm. and honestly too
1: uh just for the sake of everybody i'm i'm looking at this very much from a a place of like also analyzing myself and going what are some other areas where i i find myself speaking negativity and i don't even realize it um and so I'm really kind of like processing that too right now in my head of like, I, cause I just, I, I it's a That's process weird. of refinement. It's, a, you know, it's not like a boom, okay, all of a sudden I'm refined. Like it's, it's this process of refinement. And, and there's subtle ways where the enemy can come in where you think you're being constructive and looking at something, but it actually is feeding something negative and you don't realize it until all of a sudden, poof, it's, 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 uh, it's bloomed right in front of you. So, Um, yeah, this is this is good. This is really good, Tyler. Um, yeah, so okay, so say we'll kind of go on from here and go, okay, I hear what you're saying, Tyler. Yes, I'm gonna shift my focus. How do we then? I see a note right here saying standing in the gap. How then do we stand in the gap? So say if a wall has been breached and it does need to be prepared, or we do need to close the gate and secure the walls again um how do we begin to do that
2: yeah so an intercessor uh, by an intercessor by definition means one who intercedes between two opposing parties for the purpose of reconciliation so a lawyer standing between a defendant and the judge he steps up to the judge and he intercedes on behalf of two parties for the purpose of bringing reconciliation how do we do this in a biblical or spiritual sense is we go what jesus said we go to our room in our prayer closet and we shut the door Behind us, Right. And we begin to begin to pray to our father in private. And so what it means for to to stand in the gap for somebody, it could be standing in the gap for a generation. It could be standing in the gap for a family member. It can be standing in the gap for for your church. You know, standing in the gap literally was just it's just, you know, Ezekiel talks about he looked for somebody who would stand in the gap. Isaiah 59 says that God looked for a man and he couldn't find one. You know, and so what he's looking for is people who will partner with the spirit when he begins to rise up a cause. That's why Second Chronicle 714 says, if my people which are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways and i will hear from heaven and i will heal their land right so what the lord is looking at he doesn't need our intercession to bring it about but he's looking for people who will partner with his spirit and birth and birth through that intercession that's why he compares travail the rising of travail to 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 birthing pains with a woman right it's it's just that groaning of of our belly that begins to rise up that we begin to carry the burden of the lord and it begins to turn the heart of god right so uh, In in Genesis, God literally allows Abraham to intercede on behalf of Sodom and Gomorrah, right? He was a friend of God. And we see in Genesis that he comes before God. and He begins to intercede and says, God, what if there's 50? Abraham, even if there was 50, what about 40? You know, and he goes down this whole entire trail all the way to 10 people. and, And God says, Abraham, even if there was 10 people. I would save Sodom and Gomorrah. But you know what happened is through his intercession, standing in the gap between two people, four people are saved from Sodom and Gomorrah. There's four people who are saved from Sodom and Gomorrah because of Abraham's intercession. When Moses goes up to to the mount, right? And the Israelites are down below. And they're and they're having this 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 rave and this satanic party down at the bottom and they don't want to go up to the mountain they send moses god was getting ready to kill the israelites and moses begins to intercede on behalf of the israelites and begins to plead with god and the bible actually says that he changed god's mind hmm. That he changed it says that god was getting ready to wipe them out but he changed god's mind and so because he ple- he says, will we take him out of egypt just to just to kill them here you know and it says that the heart of god was turned and you know noah Noah's an intercessor. He stands in the gap. God was getting ready to d- destroy everybody. And it says that he found, he found Chen or stone. He found grace in the eyes of Noah. And a people are saved because of his intercession. And so what interceding means is we understand our authority as believers, right? Everything that we're talking about, the fact that you're on this feed, the fact that you're on this live means that you're hungry. And, th- hungry. and those who hunger and thirst for righteousness shall be filled, right? And so every revelation is an invitation, Every revelation is an invitation to step into that dimension of God's heart, that height, depth, width of who He is. And so when we begin to release the the clarion call for intercessors to arise, it's an invitation to step up to the plate and begin to partner with the Spirit of God to see these things come to pass. And so now, instead of understanding the power of our tongue and the power of our authority, that is the believer's authority, when we begin to see things happen, because it says that no weapon formed against you shall prosper, it doesn't say they won't form, it says they won't prosper they won't take any ground and so the trick of the enemy is to begin to allow fear to elevate above our faith that's what happens to joshua caleb and the 10 spies they come to the promised land and they they begin to see giants in the land they say surely the giants will overtake us right and what happens is they allow fear to elevate above their faith what are they spying out it's the promised land it's the land promised to them by god his promises are yes and amen which means there was no way for that not to be theirs But yet, they're, you know, and so they begun to partner with faith instead of partnering with the word of God. And if they would have seen from a different perspective, they would have begun to see and realize that there was giants in the land who just plowed the ground for them. You had giants that began to establish a colony and plow the ground for them. And instead of stepping into the land of inheritance and thanking God, it was Charles Spurgeon who said, "I learned to thank. I learned to kiss the wave that's slamming into the rock of ages." A perspective shift would have solved that Hey, God, I don't even. Have, I can step into the land of promise. I don't even have to do the work. There was giants here that gun plowed the land. They moved everything. They established everything. I'm coming and se- stepping in seats that were made for giants. Wow. You know, come on. Wow. You know, and that's the shift of perspective. And we begin to, to to partner with God for the plan and purpose on the earth. That's why the kingdom within is called to change the. kingdom kingdom around. We're in a time and age now where the world is dictating what happens with the church. They're trying to take away tax. They're trying to do all these things, and they're dictating what happens in the church. When historically, the church always dictated what happened in the world. The church was the the, the point of centrality on which the whole world revolved. You look at uh, Europe. You look at, uh, at you know uh, Europe, and it was the centrality of everything. It still is in many regards. The pope mm-hmm. controls everything that happens. You know, in in European uh, civilization, European colonies that come forth from you know when I was down in South America, it was a lot of Roman Catholic influence. You know, mm-hmm. and so. A lot of it's dictated by, by the church, and that's their central point of being, not the government. And that's how we were called to, to rule and reign as ambassadors of the kingdom of heaven. And so it's having a greater awareness of our of our authority as believers and realizing that whatever we speak, so it shall be. When an ambassador goes out and reads a decree of the king, they're not just reading a ac- decree of the king. They're reading as if the king himself is there reading this decree that whatever we begin to speak, so it is. What do I name the animals, God? Whatever you name them, so they shall be. And so standing in the gap means that we have a pre- privilege and a rite of passage as a way of a believer to stand between two opposing parties and bring reconciliation man to God and God to man and we become the outstretched arm of his presence to intercede behalf of two parties and bring them it's a rite of passage it is a privilege and you begin to stand on the authority of God's word that is the ultimate authority you stand on the authority of God's word and you begin to declare 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 those things that are not as though they are and when you see your son running from God and you see your son in drug addiction we're not beginning to speak on family members and say they're just always stealing are always going to be this way god knocked them off their high horse what we say is god has so encountered their life mm-hmm. god encounter their life and let them see the revelation of the son the same revelation that i stepped into revelation 19 is the testimony of jesus as the spirit of prophecy meaning that what you did for one you'll do for another and god i hold fast to the testimony of my encounter that you encounter my life so father mm-hmm. we release the spirit of that testimony yes, over so their life right. and father we just declare Lord father that they that they are coming into an encounter that where they're at now isn't who they are It's not who they are, but who they are is what you say about them, God, Mm. and that before they were ever formed in their mother's womb, you knew them, and you had a plan, and you had a purpose in their lives, that man makes their plans, but God sits in heaven and lasts, and Father, I thank you that you are working all things out for their good, and you begin to partner with with Holy Spirit, Mm. and you begin to partner as an intercessor to stand in the gap for reconciliation on the earth. If reconciling the hearts of the of the sons back to God the Father, and that's one of the greatest privileges that we can have as a believer.
1: Hmm.
2: Wow, man, Tyler, that's awesome. Um, what was that that you said about?
1: Um, God never said weapons wouldn't form, and just said they wouldn't prosper. You say it like that.
2: Correct. It's, uh, it says no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Right. It doesn't say they won't form. It says right. they won't prosper.
1: Man, how many times? I'm just looking back at even my life, like how many times have I looked at certain things and just been like, "Oh, there, there it is." It's see, Like, whoa, <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Hang on. I think on. that that's a huge that's a huge perspective shift for for some people of that whole idea of just because you see something forming doesn't mean it's prospered. Us to do nothing with our authority means it will prosper because we're there's no intervention whatsoever between whatever the enemy is doing and you seeing it there and you're like oh there we go it's there we go it's too late when it's not too late as a matter of fact it's never too late that's because it. of our authority oh that's so good
2: Tyler. man come on that's, that's really thing. good i think it was lester summerall who uh I I think this story, I think I'm telling it right, but I think it was Lester Sumrall who was, you know, being tormented the night when he was, you know, starting out his ministry and, you know, uh, had a powerful deliverance ministry. But he was being tormented in the middle of the night. These demons were coming into his room. And finally he woke up and he brought a chair out and he said, all right. He said, well, if you're going to, you know, come in here, here's a chair, you know, but I'm going back to bed, you know, and uh, and just put a chair, you know, and he was. And what it was was the refusal to give it to give any credence to the attack. You know, because we're aware of the kingdom of heaven inside of us and we're called to release the kingdom of God everywhere we go. And greater is he who is in me than he was in the world. So I'm not going to be dictated by circumstances and situations around me, but rather I'm going to speak life. I'm going to speak hope. I'm going to speak glory, right? I'm going to release the kingdom of God everywhere I go. And so that's what happens in Acts 5, 16 when Peter walks past Jerusalem. And it says that as his shadow was cast upon the people, everybody that was blind, crippled, lame was completely healed, delivered, set free as his shadow was cast upon them well the closer you get to the sun the bigger your shadow right and so as we walk in these places of what we're what we're talking about stewarding the secret place walking in intimacy with god the awareness of his presence grows and manifests and what we do is we hide our face in him we hide our face we hide our face in the bosom of god that's what john the beloved did and all the persecution that was happening, what he was the apostle of love. You have Peter, you have all these people. Who's going to be the greatest among us? John the Bo- John the Beloved's only heartbeat was laying on the bosom of God and hearing the heartbeat of Jesus. And yet the only person who, who was there at the cross was G- oh, it was John the Beloved, you know. And so what caused him to prevail was his heartbeat for intimacy. He hid himself in the in the bosom of God. And so what will what will cause us to escape is a greater awareness of his presence. You know, when we look at martyrs and we look at people who give their life for the gospel and people have told me, Tyler, you know, I love Jesus, but I don't know if I could do that. I don't know if I could give my life to be burned at the stake. And what I tell them is what you don't realize is those people are dead already. Hmm. They were dead before they ever got to the stake to be burned. They already lost their life. And how can a dead man be offended? How can a dead man care about what's around him? Todd White said, if I, what's it mean to be on fire? If I poured gasoline on you, lit you on fire, would you care about what was around you? Would you just burn? So would you care about the warfare around you? Would you just burn? And so I know it's sometimes it's like, hey, preacher, it's easier said than done. But when we grow in greater awareness of him, these are things that I'm preaching to myself at the same time and things that I'm still growing in because I'm speaking these things and I'm speaking, I'm speaking and I'm declaring it even over my own life Hmm. that I'm aligning my right to Romans 12, to be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And I'm renewing my mind accordance to the gospel of Jesus Christ and what he said. And I'm standing on the authority of God's word and I'm commanding those things that are not as though they are. And I believe... That that he works all things out for the good of those who love him and are called according to his purpose. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil. He makes a table for me in the presence of my enemies. Come on, we could just begin to draw on these passages and declare him over our life that really I have nothing to fear. What I've learned of him is everywhere he leads his life, it's never death. And even when I was going through the valley, if I could just hold out, come on, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, Daniel 3, right? They're in the fir- fiery furnace. It says they went inbound, but they came out unbound, right? So you might you might go inbound, but you're coming out unbound. When we begin to put our eyes and our ears and our affect Towards him and solitude ourselves in the place of worship. What what was so important about their about their cry was that we won't will that God will save us. He's able to deliver us. But even if He does, and we still won't bow down to this golden image. You know, and it was that worship and that place of closeness to his presence and that place of intercession. That's so crazy. That's before. The, it's be, here's a wicked king, Nebuchadnezzar, and yet he sees them in the furnace and he says, "The fourth one looks like the son of God." Mm-hmm. How does he know what the son of this is? Before this is before Jesus comes. Mm-hmm. How does he know yeah. what the son of God is? He's a wicked king. He's not even. This isn't Daniel. You know, it's not. Yeah. You know, this is a wicked king. You know, <laughs> but he knows. You know, and here's the thing: is when you begin to hunker, hunker down in his presence and you begin to come into the place of worship and you begin to uh, lay down. And lay your life down those who lose their life for my sake shall find it and when that becomes your heart cry it'll be undeniable even to wicked people around you that, that the intervention of the lord the son of god is on your side
1: hmm. dude yes man that's so good that's great
2: uh so what's this about gideon's army Ah, uh, gideon's army <laughs> come on um this is a word, really, that I, I believe is relevant now, but I, I believe it's really a word that's been really unraveling over the last few years. Um, I uh, originally wrote the, wrote a word in 2018. Uh, the Lord had me prophesy that there was a great divide coming to the body of Christ. You know, and I saw clearly.
1: Well, well here we are. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I uh, I saw clearly in this vision. It was like the like it was like you know two two groups of people on both sides, and they were both in the church you know, and it was this, the, the road just split all the way down the middle wow. and there was a dividing line. It was that wheat and chaff, you know, it was this separation that got. and the Lord began to show me. And, and it, let me preface this by saying that, that God's looking for Jeremiah's in the land who will really weep over the word of the Lord. Hmm. You know, we don't prophesy just to, just to have a pat on the back and say, brother, you hear well, we can all hear God. Everybody listening, you can hear yeah, God, right? Joel 2 I'll pour out my spirit on all flesh. We can all hear God. Um, but and so we don't prophesy just to have a pat on the back and say we prophesied well. It's it's a byproduct of knowing him. Um, and and I really weeped over this word. I mean, there was really a travail that hit me because these words, sometimes when we see a word as a prophet of God or as a, you know, as an intercessor, as a man of God, just partnering with the Holy Spirit, to see it come to pass can mean detriment to the body of Christ. It can mean sure. detriment to a lot of people, mm-hmm. you know. And so we don't say these words without caution, without reverence, you know. But I had this word that I that really just it, it just I just, we've been travail over this word. Uh, but I saw clearly this divide coming through the body of Christ and the Lord began to show me that there was many men and women who would fall from him, who people would never expect. There was going to be scandals. There was going to be things that would begin to come out. Um, and they did. And it was just an unraveling since that point and, and still has where, where, uh, many men and women have fell were renounced the faith or, you know, stepped away. And, you know, I, th- I think that we can attribute it to a multitude of different reasons of why we see that present, um, and why we see that happening in, in the lives of individuals but what what i will focus on is that um i believe that god is raising up a gideon army you know they start off with thirty two thousand, they go down to ten thousand, they go down to you know 300 i think it was like, what 135 000 midianites that they defeat with 300 men which is i mean just saying that you know it's 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 completely impossible. i don't even know what the yeah. what the ratio there is you know uh per person but it's it's an astronomical amount that only yeah. the lord could do you know, and, um, and what's crazy is that they had more men, they had more helpers, you know, it's like one of the only, the only, it's like one of the few places where it's like, you know, pray the Lord, the harvest, the ekbalo labors here, we have plenty of labors and God's like, no, it's, it's too much, you know, let's, let's take some labors back. I think they had, you know, 32,000 stripped down to 10, stripped down to 300 men, yeah. you know, here's a place where, where Gideon's, you know, again, fearful, like God, you know, like, how are we going to overtake them? You know, we have 32,000, they have, they have, you know, 135,000 and he's like, Hey, it's too much. You know, you, let's strip God. Please, yeah. <laughs> yeah. you don't understand. <laughs> yeah. He's like, you're cautious now. Okay, just yeah. wait. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's let's make you you know on your tiptoes a little bit more. You know, mm-hmm. Um, but it's I, I think it's you know representative of of God stripping down the bride to a body He can advance with. I think there's a cleansing, I think there's a coming back to our first love, I think there's really just that that chastening and that chastening of the heart where God is, is calling the bride back to their first love. It's that Genesis 13 where it says that Abraham, this is after he lies about his wife being his sister, you know, in Egypt and he comes back and it says he comes back to the place between Bethel and Ahi, Bethel meaning the house of God, Ahi meaning a heap of ruins. He comes back between this place and it says he comes back to the place where he first built an altar and called upon the Lord. You know, what the Lord's calling is, is for the body of Christ as a whole is to come back to the place of our first altar our first love mm-hmm. where we first built an altar before his presence and, and said i do and you know this question that i ask our church often um is is when you fell in love did you fall far enough mm-hmm. you know and it's this continual falling in love with jesus falling in love with his presence because i truly believe bill johnson said i'm 10 seconds away from a failure at any time reality is, is i'm a second away from a failure at any time you know if if be, if the bible says that when we behold the lamb we're taken from glory to glory to glory then what will happen when we don't behold him You know, and I'm convinced that the error of our ways comes when another lover catches our gaze. You know, I'm convinced that when another lover catches our gaze, that's the error of our falls. You know, and so with Gideon, God strips it down and he's like, here's what I'm going to do. You know, and so for many, I think COVID was really a test of that. You know, I think it was a test on the church and I think the church in many aspects failed. You know, but what I think is, what I think comes from that is a remnant that's rising. I believe like the cave of Adullium that. There's already ones that are rising in the earth. I believe there's been people who've been stowed away to stowed away in the presence of God, who've hid their face in him. People like John the Baptist, who've been eating locusts and honey surviving during the during COVID on, on, on locusts and honey, you know, who are coming out in this hour, you know, with their face set like Flynn and their and their and their eyes and their affection are set towards heaven. And they're not swayed by by you know the accolades of man. You know where man's monuments—they're—they're—they have an altar that's got a sacrifice on it. You know, and they're—and they're laid down lovers of his presence. And you know, I believe he's stripping down the bride to a, a, a people he can advance with in this hour to really uh, prepare a way of the coming back of the king. I mean, we live in one of the greatest hours. You know, no man knows the time nor the hour, not even the sun. You know, but I do believe that we're closer than anyone's ever been. You yeah, know, and I'm closer <laughs> than <anybody. That's laughs> right. Right. <Yeah. laughs> You know, and so. Uh, you know, I used to think when I was younger, I was like, man, God, how cool would it be to be Abraham, you know, to be, a, to be, to be a friend of God, to be Enoch who walked with God, you know, to be David, you know, and then I realized these people don't have air conditioning. you know, and then, you know, no, I, I, on, a, on a less, on a less vain perspective, you know, I began to, uh, to realize that, you know, these men had and crazy, you know, great encounters with the Lord, that we have such an amazing privilege to help raise, to raise up an end time army, that we can turn around and just give Jesus back his bride when he comes and say, God, here's your bride made ready for you. Hmm. You know, and it's like, what a great privilege. What a great honor that there's a time to be born and here we sit. You know, we were born for such a time as this. That's what Esther said, right? We were born and created for such a time as this. And it's such a privilege and such an opportunity um, that I never want to take lightly. But I do believe that he stripped it down. And I don't believe that it's something to get weary over. You know, I believe that God can do a lot with 300 people as he showed Gideon. And I believe that we stripped down doesn't mean that we're not going to grow. I believe we're going to take off. But I believe that he stripped it down because judgment starts with the house of God. And I believe that he stripped it down from the pulpits to the pews because there's there can't be any mixture in his body. Psalm says. Who can ascend on the hill of the Lord Most High but those who have clean hands and a pure heart? Matthew 5 8 says, Bless the pure in heart, for they shall see God right? Holy to, Hebrews 12, 14, without holiness, no man shall see God. And so what the Lord is doing is he's beckoning the call of holiness and holiness is an outward expression of our inward affection, right? And so when we fall in love with Jesus, the expression of a life lived and a life laid down with him is the fruit of holiness, not doing to become, but we, we, we become through the blood sacrifice of Jesus, the blood of Emmanuel that was poured out on that cross, right? For the remission of sins and through the sacrifice, the sacrifice of the lamb slain before the foundation of the world, we step into and inhabit what he paid the way for and the fruit of that is holiness in our lives and so god is looking for a bride that's without spot or wrinkle and he's not looking for a plural bride he's looking for a singular bride one bride that's without mm-hmm. spot or wrinkle and so the division in the in the body of christ is coming to a halt and god's bringing unity unlike ever before we're starting to see with some of the churches that we, we we have had worship nights where we had 10 11 churches represented at it um that are just a local expression here you know and i believe that god's dealing with the spirit of competition the spirit of je- jealousy the orphan wow. spirit i believe He's just bringing the body of Christ together um, for one bride, one purpose, mm-hmm. one name. And it's to lift up the name of Jesus.
1: Mm. It's interesting that you read, you uh, referenced Ephesians five with the spot, blemish, or wrinkle. I think it's Ephesians 5 come on um, spot, blemish, or wrinkle, and that was really what started to shift my focus. Um, shortly before i I ended up inheriting this show was that that verse um, of of God being like do you see that do you see that bride that it, it talks about in scripture and i was like well no and and then really revealed a thing in my heart that's always been i'm, I'm definitely an encourager and and it was really really highlighting that and that's one of the big things i do on the show is like for some people they need to hear that they're farther along than they think some people they need to, they, they need uh, a kick in the pants for some people. (laughs) They need that. It's so multifaceted, but I have such a heart for encouraging the body and encouraging people. And my wife and I are both creative. So we also have a huge heart for encouraging other creatives as well. It's just like a big part of my wife's and myself's, like our, I guess our personal ministry, but it was that verse that you were, you referenced in Ephesians five that God really used to kind of, Number one, show me I was farther than I thought I was in this development of being kingdom minded. Yeah. Ephesians 527. Thanks, nation. Um, So yeah, that's good, man. That's a good word. It's a good word. So, all right, let's get into the kingdom age, which I think is what we titled this episode. Um, Let's talk about that. I mean, you kind of were painting a picture of that, but right. I know there's more to say. So go for it. Yeah,
2: absolutely. It's um, it's it's quite simplistic. It's back to again. It's um, it ties into everything we were talking about. It ties into the Gideon army. Ties to you know um, when we say kingdom age, we're you know referring to specifically you know Jesus tells his disciples, "I'll be with you even to the end of the age." Age is a is a disposition of time. Right, so the Stone Age, the Ice Age, right—that's how we refer to periods of time. So it's a dispensation of time, um, and I believe that what we're walking into is is a dispensation of time of the Kingdom power. It's in accordance to Genesis one twenty eight, which I always tell people: the first commandment wasn't wasn't given to Moses and the Ten Commandments; it was Genesis one twenty eight, where he says, "Be fruitful, multiply, subdue the earth." And from that place, they would subdue the earth with the goodness of God. But when Jesus comes back and and conquers hell death in the grave and ascends through the heavens right he says this he says go into jerusalem judea samaria all the ends of the earth cast out devils cleanse the lepers heal the sick raise the dead right that's the that's the reiteration of genesis 128 to be fruitful multiply subdue the earth and so it's a re he goes and gets he's like hey i got the keys back now let's try this again <laughs> you know now i go but this time you're going out with power from and dude on high right you're coming he you're coming you have my holy spirit with you i'm sending you a paraclete i'm sending you a comforter who's gonna who's gonna teach you and all things is going to lead you in all things, and so when I say the age of the uh, age of the kingdom, you know, I had a uh, I had somebody tell me once uh recently, probably well, re- probably about a year and a half ago, someone came up to me and they said, Tyler, said you know, Jesus is coming back soon. The gospel's been preaching almost every nation, and I told him and I responded, I wasn't trying to be mean. I responded, mean, I said, is that what the Bible says? Does it say that Jesus? is it say that when the gospel is preached, that then then will come the end, or does it say that when the gospel of the kingdom is preached, then will come the end of the right? And so. And then I asked, I said, is there a difference between the gospel of salvation and the gospel of the kingdom? See, the gospel of salvation is believe in your heart, confess with your mouth that you shall be saved, that Jesus Christ is Lord, you shall be saved, you shall be sozoed. But the gospel of the kingdom is going to Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, all the ends of the earth, cast out devils, cleanse the lepers, heal the sick, raise the dead, right? That's the gospel of the kingdom is to walk in the manifestation of Matthew 18, 18, binding on earth what's bound in heaven, loosing on earth what's loose in heaven, that we would allow the kingdom within to completely alter and change the kingdom around us. That's where, you know, if you look at, you know, how, how the kingdom was expanded, you know, back in those days is they would come out and they would you know, uh, defeat, you know, enemies in the, enemies in the land, they would begin to raise a flag of the kingdom and they would come out and read a decree of the King. And they would begin to say, this land belongs to Caesar. You know that's why when he says, "But give to Caesar what belongs to Caesar," it's a prophetic unction that we're to give to Jesus what belongs to Jesus and give back to Him. Take territory, expand the kingdom of God everywhere we go. Uh, bind powers and principalities. Loose life, loose freedom. You know, loose hope to the people. And um, yeah. and so when we say that the age of the kingdom, I truly believe that we are stepping into a day of unprecedented signs, miracles, and wonders. I believe uh-huh. that we're stepping into the day of what no eye has seen, no ear has heard. Okay, we've seen a lot of miracles. We've seen a lot of a lot of amazing uh, things, But I believe that we're stepping into the greater. I believe that he said, when you behold the lamb, you're taken from glory to glory to glory. Jesus said, the greater works than I did, you'll do. And so this is truly an age of the kingdom that along with that purity of the bride, because here's the thing is we can get these things and not get him. That's why he says in the last days, many will say, Lord, Lord, didn't we prophesy in your name? Didn't we cast out devils? And I'll say, depart from me. I never knew you, right? But if you can get Jesus, you get it all. And that's what I believe was captured in Acts 5, 16, was that he became so convinced. Peter became so convinced of his identity uh, as a son. And how, how his, as, a, as a beloved son of God, Matthew 3, I'm going to go back for a second. Matthew 3, I believe it's verse 17. Jesus is getting ready to, to he comes over to John the Baptist and a voice comes from heaven and says, this is my beloved son in who I'm well pleased. This pre, this pre, uh, present um, preceded any public miracle that Jesus moved in. Before he moved in a public miracle sign or wonder, he was first publicly acknowledged by the father in Matthew 3 that this is my beloved son in who I'm well pleased. So identity preceded anointing and for so long we've got it backwards we've learned anointing we've learned all these things but we haven't learned the character of god and so here we go with Peter and this is after he denies Jesus and then he encounters Jesus on the shore, do you love me? Do you love me? Do you love me? And what was was he was reiterating his identity as a, a, a and his love for for Peter. And so Acts 5:16, fast forward ahead, I believe Peter becomes so convinced of his identity in Christ, his that that this is this is it. You know, I'm I'm living this thing, I'm walking this thing. I'm a beloved son. I'm convinced of his love for me. And from that place of identity seated with Christ in heavenly places, he begins to walk and manifest miracles that none of us have seen you know but yet jesus said you'll do greater things you know And i'm like how many of us are walking past and just our shadow touching people and they're being healed and delivered and set free you know but i do believe that we are entering into a a dispensation of time um, that we will see true kingdom power on display in the earth i believe that's part of revival i believe Mm -hmm. it's part of an awakening i believe that's when a chasm of time uh, of heaven and earth collide and i believe it's in that place that when the glory of god begins to fill a room that demons run and flee You know, I believe this is what David learned uh, of of God. You know, the Bible says that David encouraged himself in the Lord. It doesn't say how. This is before the baptizing and the infilling of the Holy Spirit. But I believe that what David learned was the Bible says that he inhabits the praises of his people. He abides in the praises of his people. And I believe that what David learned was when I begin to release a voice, when I begin to release a sound, not only can I shut down the prince of the air, but what I do is I tap into into the portal of heaven and a, a portal of heaven opens up and the king of glory is loose through my praise. And what happens is when the king of glory walks in the room, demons run and flee. When the King of Glory walks in the room, sickness runs and flees, and that's what began to cause evil spirits to leave Saul, is there's greater dimensions of glory, right? And so we're stepping into greater dimensions of glory.
0: Help Elijah Fire continue to make an impact around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Fire and the Elijah Fire podcast possible. Visit ElijahFire.com slash donate and become a partner today.
2: Um, as we just behold the Lamb, as we come back to a presence-centered church, as we come back to our first altar, our first love, as we come back, right? It, it all ties together of the stripping down and the coming back and our affection being re- returned to him interceding right knowing him being known by him and knowing him all these things tie together but the display of that is these signs and wonders follow those who believe it's not something that we have to go out and you know i always say that god that we have authority over that which we love when we begin to see in degrees of the prophetic it's because of god's love for them mm-hmm. you know jesus was moved by compassion when he went out and performed miracle signs and wonders he was he was moved by compassion mm-hmm. you know the last thing i leave with you is love them in the same manner in which i love you is what he tells his disciples and so the overflow of that love, the overflow of being seated with him, the overflow of a life laid down, right, begins to manifest in the outward fruit that you can't, you can't help but see miracles on your daily walk. You can't help but see the person that's hurting in the grocery store and see them healed. You can't help but begin to, to walk in that. So anyway, so I, I believe, I know I can get on a little rabbit trail here. No, but it's good. That, this is so good. Uh, I believe that we are truly walking into a dispensation of time where we're going to see the outpouring of the Spirit of God on all flesh Okay, so just for, for those who are listening and watching, I can't see any comments, but you don't have to walk in a five-fold grace. You don't have to be a minister or declared a, a vocational minister when I say that uh, to walk in miracles, signs, and wonders. It's available as part of the believer's authority. You know, it's part of the believer's authority, and I believe that it's becoming available. There's an invitation for all to step into this. And as we begin to believe God and as we begin to partner with this Holy Spirit, and as we begin to just step out there and pull on the heartstrings of God, you know, because God will— uh, it, it, Look at the woman with the issue of blood. She steps down and pulls on the heartstring of God, and and, and Jesus moves, and 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 she's instantly healed. Mary encounters him at the mir- at the miracle of Cana, the wedding of Cana, right? And he says, "Don't you know it's be- it's it's not my time?" Yeah, he doesn't he doesn't walk away and not perform the miracle. He performs the miracle. Smith Wigglesworth said, "God moves me where I move God," and I believe that there's a measure of our faith that can so pull on the heartbeat of God that God that God responds and God turns. The Bible says with the woman with the issue of blood, it says it's says that God, Jesus turned around. <laughs> you know, and I love that part. It says that Jesus, Jesus stopped. Oh. He's walking through a crowd of people and it says that Jesus stopped and turned around. Mm-hmm. And it was like her measure of faith put such a demand on heaven that Jesus turned around. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, I'm like, I, I'm, God's looking for people who will just rise up in faith and dare to believe God again, whose faith will cause him to turn around. Mm-hmm. Come on.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's him with like the centurion too, where he was just like, just, Just tell, just give the order. I'm a, I'm a man of authority. I know just give the authority. And he's like, great faith. He's like, this. (laughs) he He was like, I haven't found faith like this. And I can't remember the region they're in, but, um, it's that same thing where it's like, that's what, that's what God is after is that level of faith. Um, and it's faith. That's not, it's not based on circumstance. Cause it wouldn't be faith if it was based on. on circumstance. Um, Hmm. Come on, sir. <laughs> mm. Dude. I just, I mm. really feel like God wants to move like, uh, oh, man, I'm feeling this really strong. I really feel like he really wants to move right now. Um, and obviously if you have more to say, go for it, but I would love for you to go into like a ministry time. I think there's some yeah. people that are just, I mean, God is there's, there's a big impartation that's going to happen. There's going to, yeah, man, yes dude just go for it (laughs) uh
2: holy spirit we thank you
1: Mm.
2: holy spirit we thank you for your presence we thank you for your glory we thank you god that you're not a distant god but you're nearer than our very next breath We thank You, Lord, that we're not paupers who have to beg Lord Father, but we are kings in whom You're king over. (sighs) Thank You for Your manifest presence on this live. I thank You, Lord, that You're breathing Your Ruach, that You're breathing Your breath upon Your people. (sighs) So, Lord, encounter Your people now. Even where they're at, Lord, just begin to release encounter. Begin to touch them, Lord. Let them feel the embrace of your presence, the warmth of your spirit. To the one who would say, how do I do this? How do I step out in miracle signs and wonders? How do I? I want to see faith like that. How do I do it? You just begin to step out. You just dare to believe God. You just dare to believe God. I believe that you, as you just begin to step out in obedience, you don't even need to pray to highlights. Just see, you see the person in the grocery store. What happened for us and for me when I began to start a ministry? Was I, just, I, I, I was 18 years old, and I, I was young, and I didn't know anything, and I still don't know anything. I'm just <laughs> learning every day, but I was young, and I just began to read in my word that Jesus said, greater things will you do, and I began to go out to grocery stores, and I began to live life, and as I saw people who were in wheelchairs, I just began to come up and just tell them how much Jesus loved them and ask them if I can pray for them and tell them that I believed. I believed that Jesus was going to heal them. And I begin to see God move in great and extraordinary measures. So if you're wondering how I hear I hear the question in the sp- almost that going in the spirit of how do I do this? You know, it, it's like that Moses, I'll go before you, you don't have to doubt, you don't have to worry about what am I going to do? How am I going to have the words to say? You just be you because you're, you are uniquely special to God. and God has called you, He's crafted you. If you're on this live, if you're alive and breathing right now, you have a purpose under heaven. And you were created for such a time as this. And you were created for a purpose. And you have a heart and you have a measure and you have a metron of people that you can reach that I'll never be able to reach. And you have a, you have such a light of God. It says that let our light so shine before men that they would see our good works and glorify our Father in heaven. And everything brings glory back to him. As you just begin to step out in obedience to the word of God. As you just begin to love the least of these. As you just begin, you don't even have to change anything. Just be you. <laughs> just be you. Because he made you special. Your personality special. You, 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 It doesn't matter if you feel shy or this. Just begin to step out and I promise you that he'll begin to give you the words to say. And there will begin to be confidence that begins to rise up in you. Faith will begin to rise up in you as you begin to just step out because he always confirms his word. And as you begin to just step out in obedience, he's going to begin to pull a demand on heaven. And you're going to see God show up and you're going to see God manifest. Why? Because he loves his children. And he loves to confirm his word. And he loves to heal. He loves to touch. He loves to deliver and set free. Hey man. So just begin to step out, just begin to step out. I just see people with dreams and visions. And, and I know that, uh, Jeff was saying this earlier on the feed and I really wanted to speak more credence to this because I believe it's so, uh, paramount and relevant to this feed that i just i just hear it i can't see any of the comments on here but i just i just feel that there are people who have who have put dreams on hold and i had a dream a few days ago um uh, or actually a vision rather i'm sorry i was i was in a service and i was preaching and i saw this vision and in this vision uh i was taken into an open vision and i saw the lord rolling away the tomb or rolling away a stone in front of the tomb and what i saw was i saw this tomb that had dreams inside of it and it had words and it had prophetic words that were spoken of your life and it had assignments of the lord and it had Things and things that you dreamed up with God 10, 15, 20 years ago, things that you felt like were for your life. And I saw these dreams that were lying in this tomb, and I saw the Lord coming, and He He rolled away the stone. And I just saw the Lord saying that He's resurrecting dreams in this hour. He's resurrecting visions in this hour, and He's saying, will you dare to dream with me again? Will you dare to dream with me again, child? I know it didn't come out the way that you thought it was going to come out. I know you had failed expectations. I know there was people that you thought were going to be a part of this, and maybe they left you. Maybe they walked away. But he says that my dreams for you will come to pass. And he says that I still have a plan, and I still have a purpose for your life. And he's wanting you to come and dream with him again. He's saying, dare to dream with me again, my child. Dare to pick it up. And I just see like the Samuel experience where you're going to begin to hear the voice of God calling out your name again in the middle of the night. It's going to be this depth of fresh encounter, that songs of Solomon, that I am my beloved and he is mine. And there's this honeymoon period with God that he's wanting to bring you back on, this place of just walking with him in the cool of the the day. And it's this place of encounter, this depth of encounter where even in the days to come, even just the people that that are on this live that are under the sound of my voice, I just see an increase of angelic activity in your life. I just see an increase of revelation. An increase of dreams. Isaiah 22, 22 says that there will be a generation given the key of David, and that key will open doors no man can shut, and shut doors that no man can open. Well, I believe that that key of David is intimacy with our God. And as you step into this invitation to steward the secret place and steward greater realms of intimacy, you're going to begin to walk into in, into this and, and be unveiled these keys of revelation that are going to open doors in your life that no man can shut and shut doors that no man can open. And even in the days ahead, it's going to be uh, it's going to begin to be a divine acceleration. Here's the thing about. God, I want to speak to somebody. Your last season wasn't a waste. Mm. Your last season was not a waste. Yeah. I see somebody is specifically in a point of trans a transition, and I want to speak that your last season was not a waste. Wow. See, God can do in days what takes others years. That's why David said, that's why David said that a day in his presence is like a thousand elsewhere. And so we begin to understand that God's timeline is not linear. It's circular. It has no beginning and no end. He's outside of time. And so we can get so caught up sometimes with our vision and wanting to see something for our life. And we had a vision of, 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 of a season of where we were supposed to be. And it didn't work out the way that it was supposed to, or the way that we had planned. And we feel like it was a waste. And I just see that from somebody that they, that they feel like they wasted time. They wasted a season, but I want you to know that it wasn't a waste because there was something in that crushing that was needed for where you're going. The oil is costly, as Jeff said earlier here. It mm-hmm. costs something. And, and I refuse to give God what doesn't cost me something. There, the oil is costly, but in the crushing, in, in the season of the wilderness is a greater ascension. Every measure of ascension is a new measure of surrender. And there was things that God was causing you to give up in that season. There was things that God was causing you to surrender so that you could ascend into a greater dimension of glory. And it might've been years of your time. I see the window of three to five years for some people that they spent into a season. They feel like almost like they're starting over again. But what I want you to know is that God is looking for our obedience and it's not. A waste. It's not a waste mm-hmm. because you're in him. He's the pearl of great price. You already have the greatest yeah. gift, which is him and him crucified. Yeah. He's the treasure in the field in which I sold everything I had to buy. He, he is it. Right. And so everything else from this point is just an additive. It's not a subtraction. And there's a place in his presence that begins to breathe degrees with divine acceleration on your life. That literally what takes others years can happen in days as you just begin to step into agreement with his presence and realize that everywhere he leads his life, it's never death. And one thing that changed my life was Psalms 100 verse four. It says that I enter his gates with thanksgiving. I enter his courts with praise. It's a key. It's a key of revelation that's released. And I begin to enter into thanksgiving, and I begin to thank God for the things that I'm stepping into now. I begin to thank God even when I didn't see it. I begin to partner with faith, and by way of thanksgiving, I begin to enter into the greater things that God had for me. And I want to release that key over you. Just begin to enter the place of thanksgiving and watch as the things begin to align and shift for the good of God and for the glory of God. Wow. amen so the resurrection of dead dreams dare to dream again dare to believe god because god is god has a plan and a purpose for your life and it says that god that man makes his plans but god sits in heaven and laughs and the steps of a good man are ordained in order by the lord so don't give up don't give up don't stop dreaming dare to believe dare to dream with him amen, because God is interceding on your behalf. Jesus has spent 2,000 years making intercession for us, and he's still making intercession for us, and we have the greatest advocate of the Holy Spirit. So literally interceding on our behalf and standing in the gap to reconcile us, and so we can have the faith and confidence of just that alone, (laughs) that he's interceding on our behalf. So I want to encourage you today, I want to encourage you tonight uh, to dare to dream again with God, because there is a resurrection of dead dreams, and I see even activity in the next few days where you're going to begin to see your dream life begin to be activated again. So, Keep a journal by your bed. Begin to write down what the Holy Spirit's saying uh, because it matters. It's important. You do have a voice. Wow. You do have a voice. You're a voice and not an echo. I want to repeat that. You're a voice and not an echo. Um, you have a voice. And the word of the Lord, I just see him touching your mouth. Like, like I say, the, the coal on, on, on his lips, I see him just touching your mouth and just releasing the word of the Lord. Out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. Out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water, and it brings life to those around. And people will come and drink of a, of a living encounter, and you're just not going to be, you're not going to look at a burning bush. You're going to be a burning bush. You're going to be a living encounter, a living stone. Amen. And so it's like, it's like the lady at the well, right? And he says, she says, how can this well be greater than that of our fathers? How can it be greater than that well of Jacob? And he says, well, that well, when you drink, you'll be thirsty again. But when you drink of me, you'll thirst no more. And so I want to release over you that you are a living well. Mm that you are living well, that people will drink of the goodness of God, that they will drink of the goodness of God, and they will thirst no more, that they will taste and see that the Lord is good. Amen. i don't know if there's a brandon on on live here but i, I see brandon i just uh, just see brandon brandon i just hear i hear the name brandon and i just want to speak this might be later on in the live it might be now mm-hmm it might be somebody you know, um, but I believe that God wants to deal with the area of disappointment in your life. Wow. I believe that it's it, it's been a level of disappointment where you've even been crying out to God, even as lately, even doubting um, some of the things that He spoke, even maybe doubting His existence. And I believe that God's dealing with the area of disappointment. And it came from hurts and wounds and, and wounds of betrayal that I see these arrows, and these arrows aren't behind you. They're in front of you. They were arrows arrows of betrayal that happened from somebody close, and it began to skew the image of of the Father to you. And what happened was our circumstance of His goodness and His presence and Christianity was now shaped through a wound or a hurt that we had experienced through the church rather than through the cross of Jesus and what He did on Calvary. And I believe that God tonight, that even there's been these questions of, God, reveal yourself to me. God, I need to know that you're real. And I believe that this is why he's calling you out by name. It's not out of anything of shame. It's because he wants to reveal his goodness. He wants to reveal his love for you because he loves you enough that heaven was willing to send the best they had. No other king leaves Mm -hmm. his throne, yet Jesus Christ, the hope of glory, left heaven's throne. And he who knew no sin became sin and dwelt among us. And he became beaten to the point that the Bible says that he was no longer recognized. Why? Because sin beat me so bad that I was no longer recognized by the Father. And he became unrecognized so that I could become recognized. Mm -hmm. Amen. And so for you as well, and the Lord's calling you out by name because he wants you to know that you're special to him. He wants you to know that he's real. He wants you to know that he's closer than your very next breath. And I see him dealing specifically with the area of disappointment in your heart where things didn't work out the way that you thought they were. And I want you to know that it's not him. I want you to know that that's not who he is. That's not his presence. It's not him who allowed those things to happen to you. I see even things in the family. I feel like these wounds are 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 uh, particularly through the church and through leadership in the church, but also through your own family. It's like this um conflict relationally, even with a mom, I see feel like a mom and brothers. Um, but there's this conflict in the home. And I want you to know that it's not a representation of who He is. And what I believe that God is doing is He's setting you up for divine testimony of turnaround. Um, mm-hmm. you're going to begin to even in your family reconciliation because of wow. your walk and a life laid down. And what happens is the Bible says, unless we hate our mother, hate our father, run, unworthy to be as uh, unable to be his disciple. And it doesn't mean a, a hate in the way that we understand it. It means literally a lesser love. And what He's doing is it doesn't mean that He wants us to hate these people. He wants us to fall so radically in love with Jesus that it begins to eradicate the way that we think. That's that. Romans 12 too. And so I believe that the Lord is bringing you deeper into his presence. And I believe that there's an invitation even right now to know him, to step beyond the veil. And he's answering this call and this cry of God, are you real? And he's responding to that and saying, Brandon, I'm real and I love you. I know you, I, I, I ordained you before you were ever in your mother's womb. I knew you, I had a plan and I had a purpose for your life. And there's even a Davidic call on your life to be a worshiper. There's a Davidic call on your life to steward the glory of God. There's a Davidic, I don't know if you play an instrument. I don't know if there's a Brandon on here or not, but I, I know I'm speaking to a Brandon, and, and I, I see a worshiper. And if this word's relevant to you, go ahead and grab a hold of it. Mm. Even if your name's not Brandon, if there's words relevant to you, go ahead and reach up and grab a hold of it. But I see, I see you as a worshiper, and you don't have to play an instrument to to be a worshiper. The first place that we see mentioned of worship in the Bible is Genesis 22, where Abraham sacrificed his son Isaac. What he had waited for for years and years and years was the promise of God, and then he was willing to give up the thing uh, that, that that he waited for for years, which was his promise, right? And so worship is a sacrifice. Even if we don't play instruments, it's a sacrifice, and it's a life laid down. And so I see you as a worshiper. And I believe that God's going to use you to bring reconciliation, that you really, truly carry the ministry of reconciliation. We all do, but I believe that there's a special mantle and mandate for reconciling the hearts of of men back together. Um, And it's through your love and it's through the compassion because of what you've gone through. Uh, I love because he first loved me, but we show mercy because we've received mercy. And it's that mercy of the father that's being displayed over your life that's going to enable you to walk in greater measures of mercy. The highest place in heaven is the mercy seat of God. It's not, he doesn't rule his kingdom from a seat of judgment, a seat of, grace he rules his kingdom from the seat of mercy and i see god just growing you in this place of mercy because mercy triumphs over judgment and love covers a multitude of sins and so there's there's what god is doing is he's bringing you into a higher revelation of mercy and through that display of mercy it's going to begin to cause reconciliation but also turn the hearts of men back to the father so father i just release over brandon Mm -hmm. right now father and over every person under the sound of my Mm -hmm. voice god every person that this word is relevant to father who would just reach up and grab a hold of it lord father i release a fresh grace to run father i pray god that you would just so encounter their hearts that you would release a fresh baptism of love right now god let liquid love pour out over them Mm -hmm. god let it fill every wound every hurt every crevice of their heart lord father i pray god that you would so eradicate their mind their hearts god that they would that you would just breathe afresh on them right now father Mm -hmm. father every false burden we just break it off right now in the name of jesus I believe this is for multiple people, so just grab a hold of it. Father, every false yoke and every false burden we just commanded to be broken off of your people right now. She la basso Bebe every burden that's not theirs to carry father we just command to be broken off every demonic assignment lord father that's been sent to ensnare or entrap them that's been sent to stop and halt the, the plans of god father we just command it to be broken right now in the name of jesus father we just declare lord father that you who started a good work is faithful and just to complete it we, we just thank you father that you are finishing the work that you started father and lord i just thank you for a fresh grace lord father i thank you for growing us deeper in the revelation. Rub- revelation. revelation of mercy God I thank you Lord for eyes to see and ears to hear what your spirit's saying Lord Father I thank you God that you truly do make beauty from the ashes Lord and I thank you that even though it's like God how am I going to come back from this God that even the days ahead that you were given instruction that you were given clarity it's like the foggy path is growing more clear and you're going to begin to see clearer direction and the days to come of what's ahead and 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 the lord i just see him uh downloading strategies uh divine strategies on how to build and how to advance from here and it's like this day-to-day journey where it's like that manna in the wilderness where it's just every day he's going to provide that fresh manna that fresh revelation that fresh bread the living bread of god and you're going to begin to just just eat of the living bread of his presence and through that revelation through that fresh manna through that daily communion that yesterday's communion won't suffice for today right it's a daily communion a daily walk with him and as you begin to just Rely uh, on his spirit. And as you begin to step into this place of intercession, step in this place of communion with his presence, what you're going to see is God's going to begin to grow you. Uh, deeper, uh, not only in these revelations we're talking about, but in the realm of love and mercy, and through that display, you're going to see heaven manifest in your life in a way that it never has before. And it's not only going to beckon the things to come up; it's going to beckon people to come up. That's where you begin to say, "Come up here, and I'll show you things you've never seen." Right? And that your life is a testimony. Your life is the greatest pulpit you'll ever preach from. And I want to say this to to dealing with the area of disappointment, because I even believe that you were in leader. This person was in leadership in ministry. Um, and ministry, and so I'm not just speaking to you. You weren't just you were in leadership and ministry. I just hear that so clearly, and I want to speak over you that your your life is the greatest pulpit you'll ever preach from. And so a life laid down to be to be to to allow God to put you on like a glove and, and use you to display his glory, it's going to begin to lead people back to his presence. And so every miracle, every sign, every wonder, every gift of God is for one thing, and it's to point people back to him. And so even in this crushing, there's a greater oil. There's a greater anointing that's being released. Even in this crushing, there's a greater glory. And so God will truly use what, what the devil meant for evil, God will use for his good. So I just release over you now the degree of reconciliation. I just release over you right now fresh encounters. And, Father, I just release the fresh grace and strength that every area of your heart that feels barren, I command new life in Jesus' name. Yes, Jesus. I just speak new life in the name of Jesus. New life in Jesus' name. Le mando shakata baba. Le brababa bando rebebe shikia baba shakata. Le brababa bando rebebe shikia rabobo shikia tabasuko rebebe. Le mando rabababa shikorebebe. I just feel healing on this podcast or on yeah. this live. Wow. Healing of the heart, but also healing physically. If that's you, just begin to step out. Just say that's me. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I can't see it, but heaven knows. <laughs> and <laughs> just say that's me. Uh, if you need healing in your body, I see specifically in someone's lower back, uh, see it on the right side of the lower back. Um, I just want to begin to release healing. So as you begin to just reach out and, and type in the in the chat, that's me. Um, I'm just going to begin to pray for healing. Um, and as you begin to receive that healing, because I believe the Lord's going to heal you now. There's no time. There's no distance in the spirit. Amen. So I believe that the Lord's going to intervene time and space now. And I believe you're going to be healed and transformed. And so as you just begin to feel that, just begin to release your testimony, because testimony breeds testimony. Um, and other people want to see what, what the Lord's doing, because it breeds testimony of what, they, of what God done in your life. He can do another amen so father right now god i just pray for every person here watching Lord father god i just speak specifically lord father to uh to the pain in the back lord we just command it to go right now father we just curse pain at the root and command it to leave father i just thank you lord that every muscle every ligament every fiber of their being is realigning according to the word of god right now father we just curse all pain and command it to go back i say be healed in jesus name back be healed in jesus name if that's you just begin to touch your toes just begin to do something that you couldn't do before i believe that the lord is touching bodies i see somebody's shoulder father we just release healing right now father i just declare right now god that all pain go in jesus name father we just take authority right now and father we just release healing and we just say every muscle every ligament even every tear It was almost like an injury, like a baseball injury. But, Father, we just speak healing right now in Jesus' name. And, Father, I thank you, Lord. I thank you for touching your people. I thank you for divine healing, Lord. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. There's somebody that's believing for healing for cancer. It's almost like stage four. Just reach up and grab it because God's doing something right now. Father, we just we just pray right now, Lord Father, we just we just come against this demon of cancer, Father, and we just command it to be uprooted out of their life right now. Father, we just command it to be uprooted out of their life right now. Father, Father, we just reverse every every medical diagnosis. We just take authority right now, Father, and we break every word curse and every medical diagnosis, Lord mm-hmm. Father, that that's who they were and that was their portion. We just reverse the curse in Jesus' name. We command a divine reversal on the name of Jesus. Father, we just speak healing right now. We command blood cells to return to normality we just command all all fatigue to go we command strength to be returned to their bones strength to be returned to their muscles in the name of jesus i pray right now father even just the scans that they're going in for father we just declare a good report but i just i literally just see spots uh and i I, i'm not sure what this means um but i just see spots being removed i just see spots being removed i just saw this x-ray or this CAT scan, it was like almost like a chest x-ray, maybe on the lungs, maybe on the heart, but I saw this chest x-ray in the spirit, and I just saw these these dots being removed. So I just release that over you now in the name of Jesus, Mm -hmm. that the curse is literally being reversed, and that the Lord is just bringing healing to your body right now. Father, I thank you for touching your people. I thank you, Lord, for divine healing. I thank you, Lord. I just see a woman who struggles with headaches, And migraines, Father, we just release healing now. Mm. Father, you died for cancer and you died for headaches, Lord. We just release healing now that by your stripes she's healed. I see a woman specifically dealing with migraines. If that's you, just say that's you. Le And these migraines, it's like these racing thoughts that just continue to come. Mm-hmm. That's me in the comments, Rachel. Amen. Well, Rachel, right now, Father, we just thank you for Rachel's life. God, I thank you, Lord. I thank you Lord for your presence. Lord, I thank you for the call and assignment on her life. God, I thank you, Lord, that God you've called her for such a time as this Lord. I thank you, Lord, for the dreamer that she is. I thank you Lord for the creative that she is. I just see you Rachel as just a creative person as it's just, uh, I just see this creative spirit in you, I, I don't know if you do are, but I just see this creative spirit. But father, I just thank you, Lord, for the call and the assignment of the Lord on her life. I thank you for her hunger for you. God. I thank you, Lord, for just her passion. I, I just even see intercession over your life. Father, I thank Thank you, Lord, for it. In Jesus' name, God, I thank you, Lord. We just cancel out all migraines right now. We cancel out all headaches right now, Father. We command them to go, mm-hmm. and we command them to not return. It's almost like this repetitive thing that comes up, but Father, we just declare, Lord, Father, that it ceases once and for all. We just declare an end to this, Lord, in the name of Jesus. And Father, I just, I just saw this, uh, uh, just this python just coiled around it's almost like this this racing of thoughts and this and this coiling I just saw this coiling um and this twisting um that even like things against you and accusations that have been brought against you even in past um it, it's like there was like this twisting of words and even words that you may have released that people began to just twist and 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 um and misconstrue or even misrelay. But Father, we just break its power right now in the name of Jesus. Father, I just declare, Lord, Father, that this spirit is broken, Lord, and it's nothing that nothing that you've done. I just wanted to clarify that as well. It's nothing that you've done. The enemy is a thief who roams roams around in the night like a roaring lion, seeking who he can devour. He's a thief. He's a liar. Right. Amen. And so it's nothing that you did. This was an attack that was waged against. It's an external thing. But Father, we just break its power right now. Every assignment that has been sent to ensnare, every assignment that's been sent to halt her destiny, Father, we just command it to be broken right now in the name of yes. Jesus. And Father, I just speak life over her right now in Jesus' name. Father, I just command the war of the mind to be broken off. Right now, in the name of Jesus, I command the chaos to cease, and I just speak your shalom over Rachel. I speak your shalom over her mind. I speak your shalom over her body. Right now, Father, and I just declare a greater measure of peace, Lord Father, to be instilled in her even now. Lord Father, I pray for a fresh grace to run. I pray for the restoration, the renewal of hope. That Isaiah forty thirty one says, "Those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength; will rise on wings like eagles. They'll run and not grow weary. They'll walk and not faint." Father, we just speak a release of, of strength, Lord Father, right now new strength, God, to run in the name of Jesus. And Father, I just thank you, Lord. I thank you, God. I thank you, Lord, that you will use her life as an instrument of your glory, that you will use her life as an instrument of your glory. I don't know why I see dance all around you, uh, but God's given you a greater praise. God's given you a new praise, Mm -hmm. and your praise is going to prophesy the victory. There's a greater dimension of praise that the Lord's bringing you into, and I release that over you now in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Shatarababa baba ba ba. Le mandore baby bay. She kia rababa baba shakando baby. Libra baba baba. She katarobobo. She kataba. She lama be, be. Ba 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 ba. ba. be, be. baba. Bebe I just saw somebody's right wrist, Father, we release healing now, in Jesus' name. Uh, Almost like arthritis pain in your wrist. I saw specifically the right wrist, it could apply to both. But Father, we release healing now, in the name of Jesus. I declare healing over your sons and daughters. I declare every person watching. If there's things that we didn't pray for, it doesn't mean that God doesn't want to heal. I just declare over your sons and daughters right now, God, healing to their body, healing to their mind in the name of Jesus. Just begin to reach up and grab and just begin to believe by faith uh, that healing is yours. Just begin to walk around and do something you couldn't do. If you have pain in your body, if you have a need of God, a need of a miracle tonight, I want you just to begin to walk around and do something that you couldn't do before. Amen. And you're believing by faith that the Lord has touched you. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. rababando mm-hmm. Tyler, there's
1: a tab right here. If you see private chat, there should be a comments one. If you click there, you can see the comments. I don't know if you can see that on the right. And okay, you, there we go. Yeah, there you go. Because uh, Rachel said that was all of that was right on. Hey, and there were some other people who. We're saying after Rachel commented, they're like, that's me also. That's me also. Some people, like Kathleen said she wakes up with headaches in the middle of the night, all that stuff.
2: So. Amen. Okay. Perfect. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Rachel. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. That's right. It's not your fault. The Lord really wanted to be specific on that. It's not your fault. It's nothing that you've done. You were so loved by the Father. So loved, so special to Him and have such a grace and a gift on your life. Amen. Well, I just want to release that same testimony now to, to everybody else. I'm I'm bear with me here as I'm I'm figuring this thing out. <laughs> the grace for technology. Amen. But I'm going through here because That's I want to right. pray for each person. I don't want anybody to be left out because I believe that the Lord's here. Amen. And uh, if we just believe on him, if we have faith the size of has to see the moves mountains. And it takes just as much faith for cancer as it does a common cold. But Kathleen, in Jesus' name, Father, we just release healing over Kathleen. Mm -hmm. over your daughter right now. Father, we just command these headaches to cease in Jesus' name. Father, we just command the warfare of the mind to be broken in the name of Jesus. Father, we just take authority right now, Lord Father, and just declare that no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Father, we just declare healing over your daughter now, healing over your daughter now, healing over your daughter now. And Father, I just pray for a fresh baptism of fire to fill her even right now in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Father, I thank you, Lord. I uh, thank you Lord i thank you Lord oh i thank you Holy Ghost mm-hmm. i thank you mm-hmm. Kathleen, i I don't know if this applies to you but I, I saw i saw this um it was almost like this um there was a situation uh, almost like a um something that you were needing worked out something that you were needing uh almost like a court situation that you were needing worked out. I don't know if it's with a family member. I don't know if it's, but I just saw it in this, in the courtroom of heaven and the Lord declared it's finished. I just saw this gavel coming down and the Lord said it's finished. And so whatever it is, it, it may not be that it could just be something that's an inner working, um, something that you need the Lord's intervention on. That's a communication between two parties. But I wanted you to know that the Lord just declared it's finished in Jesus name. I almost saw like the dealing with children as well, wrapped around this, um, grandkids, nieces, nephews. There's, there's something that I saw involving that, um, If that makes sense to you, uh, go ahead and receive that, um, that it's finished in the name of Jesus. Amanda Farley, in Jesus' name, Father, we just declare healing right now. Father, we thank you for Amanda, God. We thank you for healing in her lower back. Father, we just command every muscle, God, every ligament uh, in her back to be healed right now in the name of Jesus. Father, we just speak healing. We thank you, Lord, for healing right now in Jesus' name. Mm. In Jesus' name, Scarlett, we release healing over you. Release healing now. uh, Right now, in the name of Jesus, over headaches, we command headaches to cease. We command all pain to go right now in the name of Jesus. And Father, we thank thank you, Lord, for, for her healing in the name of Jesus. Jillian, we pray right now for healing. Father, we thank you for the testimony of Jesus. We thank you for healing her right now, healing her mind, God. We thank you for restoration. Jillian, I I believe and just hear that uh, uh, you're one of the people we were talking about with the resurrection of dreams, um, that I feel like the Lord is reconciling dreams again in your life and in your heart. Um, And he's saying again, dare to dream with me. Amen. There's a, there's a, there's a God sized dream that he's given you. And I believe that the Lord is saying, dare to dream with me again. And so I just see this resurrection of dreams and I just see you as a dreamer specifically, um, you know, when I say dreams, God doesn't always speak to me in dreams. I, I get more visions more than anything else. Um, my dream life's not always awakened to some people's. I do have dreams from time to time. And, um, but, uh, I see you specifically as a dreamer, meaning that's one of, one of the areas of communication that the Lord really, really likes to, to speak to you in. Um, and he's, I just see you having these dreams in the middle of the night, um, along with dreams in the natural of, of aspirations of your heart of things that you want to do or things you see your life or so there's, it's kind of a two part. It's the, now it's the physical dreaming of, of when you lay your head down and that space and time with god but there's also just the physical dreams of aspirations the lord has planted in your heart to see you come to fulfillment and what he says to you jillian is dare to dream with me again uh, because there's a supernatural degree of acceleration coming on those in the name of jesus Shela Masokore eve uh, eve m says my aunt needs healing new kidneys well father we just pray for her aunt right now father mm-hmm. we just declare uh new kidneys in jesus name father we just thank you lord for a creative miracle lord we just thank you, Lord, that nothing's too nothing's too uh, far-fetched for you, God. And we just believe right now, God, just as we've seen eardrums where there was no eardrums, Lord, Father, we just speak kidneys where there's no kidneys. Lord, Father, we just speak kidneys, Lord, and replace the one she has, Father. And we just thank you, Lord, that by your stripes she's healed, Father. We thank you, Lord, that when you cried out on the cross to tell us God, that it is finished, it was once and for all. So, Father, we just declare right now over Eve's hand to tell us that it is finished mm-hmm. in the mighty name of Jesus. Yes. In the mighty name of Jesus. Yes. Jenna, wow, there's a lot of headaches. A lot of headaches. Mm-hmm. Jenna, that's me and my daughter, Melody. Well, Father, we just thank you, Lord, just for everybody that had had reached up here, Lord, and just has, is dealing with headaches. Father, we just speak healing right now. Mm-hmm. Father, we just thank you right now um, for healing over their minds, God. I just pray for rest tonight, Lord. Father, we just come against the torment of the mind. Uh, to see this torment in the middle of the night, it's like a, this tossing and turning um, that even goes along with these headaches. I feel like there's just this tossing and turning um, where it's hard to sleep um, or even even it's like that's when the enemy likes to come. is when you begin to lay your head down and what it is an attack of everything that we're talking about, the ability to dream and see God. And so, Father, we just release divine peace right now. I just speak your shalom, uh, your peace into the households right now. God, of every viewer that's watching, Father, I just declare peace over their house right now, God. Lord Father, we just come against the chaos of the mind. We come against the torment. This, this tormenting spirit and command it to leave right now. In the name of Jesus, Father, we just declare, Lord Father, that it will not, uh, that it will not uh, harm your people no more. Lord Father, it will mm. not torment. Has no place, Lord Father. So we just yeah. commanded to go back to hell where it came from, Lord Father. We just speak liberation right now. That where your spirit is, there is liberty, God. There is freedom. So Father, we just speak freedom right now over mm-hmm. your people, Lord Father. And we release the testimony, God, uh, of Jesus. We release your peace over them, God. That tonight, that they will enter into rest like they've never entered into before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In Jesus' name. Shalom masuri baby. I have a a praise report.
1: Uh, So I woke up this morning, actually last night or the second half of yesterday. This whole area of my shoulder was just like super tight. And it wasn't a baseball injury, but you said somebody's got like an issue with their shoulder. And I was like, I'm claiming that. I I couldn't do this. I couldn't do this. And now I'm like, so I've been sitting here like moving it while (laughs) you've been praying. Because, yeah, I couldn't couldn't do that. So praise the Lord. Come (laughs) on,
2: Lord. Come on, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. See, guys, look how awesome God is. It's yeah. that simple.
1: Mm-hmm. You
2: know, it's that simple. Don't think if you're if you're not called out of the crowd or, you know, heaven knows your name. I may not know, but heaven knows it.
1: Mm-hmm. You right. know,
2: and even if it's not, I'm downtown here. there's words that you just got to grab up and, and receive it. God might highlight things in a moment. Uh, but if you hear a word that pertains to you, go ahead and grab a hold of your healing because God wants to heal you. Amen. You're special to the Father, so I thank God for that. I praise God for that testimony of healing. It's just that simple. Mm-hmm. It's because of His love that He heals. Yeah. Because of His compassion for us, Amen. Or His sons and daughters. That's Amen. awesome. Thank you, thank Jesus. You. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. I see somebody else saying that their daughter is in ICU with with a chest that it just had a chest and had a chest X-ray. God has healed her. Come on, Jenna. Mm-hmm. Come on, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus my wrist and back pain amen thank you jesus arthritis in most of the joints heather father we just declare healing right now father we just declare healing lord we just take authority over arthritis right now we just command lord father just a divine healing right now and every uh prognosis lord father of arthritis we command it to be reversed in the name That's of right. jesus so even every long lasting effect father we just declare it be reversed in the name of jesus we command joints uh, the swelling to go down in the name of jesus and father all pain to go right now i feel like it's specifically in your knees heather um this is heather irwin um but we just declare healing right now in the name of jesus so just begin to move around and just begin to receive that healing um, shikara ba I'm having, uh, De Mama said I'm having a need, uh, a needle biopsy, uh, on Wednesday and it looks like spots. So I claim that word, amen. Well, we just declare over you now that it is finished in the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. We declare it's finished in the name of Jesus. And please come back and tell us, because I'm believing for a good report. So please come back and tell us, because what happens is when we share testimony, we overcome by the blood of the Lamb the word of our testimony. Amen. And so it's the testimony that put David in front of Goliath when he said, the same God that delivered me from the hand of this lion and the hand of the bear who delivered me from this uncircumcised Philistine. Our, our, our testimony prophesies our victory amen and so we just want to hear these good reports because we know that the lord's working and it encourages other people that he's still a healer that we serve a big god amen so we just thank you for that and father we thank you for total healing in jesus name and we just partner with you now we believe that it is finished in the name of jesus Uh, lynn kelly i've had a brain injury for 30 years well father we just thank you right now god for for every long-lasting effect, lord father being reversed father i just declare healing right now god in the name of Jesus, uh, over this brain injury, Lord, we just declare, Lord, Father, that all functions is being returned now in the name of Jesus. Uh, just all, all function, even in the hands. I, I feel like there's a mobility loss um, uh, in, in the hands and in the arms specifically. Um, but nonetheless, Father, we just be healing right now in Jesus' name. Father, we just pray right now, God, that you would just begin to touch every muscle, every ligament, God, of her being, that you would return it back to normality, Father. We just speak to her brain, Lord, Father, and we just command healing in the name of Jesus. Father, we just thank you, Lord, that your blood speaks a better word according to That's Hebrews, right. God. He says, Your blood speaks a better word. So, Father, we just speak the blood of Jesus over her right now in the name of Jesus. And we just declare complete and total healing in Jesus' name. Yes. Kathleen said I received it I've been praying for the salvation of kids and grandkids since I've come back to the Lord they're distant amen Kathleen well that's what I saw I saw grandkids specifically Um and I saw like this, this, this order in the court, and I saw the Lord just stamping it, saying it's finished. And so I, I feel like it's specifically in that war in that war room in that intercession of heaven and declaring and praying for the salvation of your family. And so I just believe right now, by faith with you, that they're coming in, in the name of Jesus, that this is part of this, this this last great revival. I believe it's marked by souls. Amen. Souls, 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 souls. Without without people, there's no gospel. Jesus died for people, he died for souls, amen. And so the salvation of the saints. So we just declare with you that it is finished um, and that's what i was seeing specifically grandkids i've seen little ones you know five six seven i don't know how old your grandkids are um, but i saw this little girl running around and i saw the lord just stamping it is finished and so we just declare over your family that you and your household shall be saved right that joshua prayer that you and your house will serve the lord so we just declare that you and your house will serve the lord and we declare that it is finished in the mighty mm-hmm. name of jesus yes la thank you holy ghost Thank you. Amen. I have very detailed dreams all the time. Uh, Love to you, dear brother. Amen. The enemy has obviously attacked me by trying to instill hopelessness. Time to dream in all sorts of ways. Amen, Julian. Amen. We'll just receive that now that it's finished tonight. Mm. Amen. The cycle's broken. That's the good thing about when the Lord begins to highlight moments like this. It's because the intervention of the Lord is here. Right, and he highlights things not to leave us the same. It's because he wants to intervene on our behalf, and he wants to step in. The cycle's being broken tonight, so this cycle you're no longer going to wander on. You have a dream, you have a purpose, you have a you have a mandate under heaven, and God is going to use you in mighty ways. Amen. So just receive that. Hmm.
1: Kimberly, my headaches are doing well. I pretty much only get migraines when there's an intense spiritual environment. So. If we're going to talk about new age, it's a way that the enemy tries to discourage me from doing the broadcast. <laughs> I just, oh man, I grip my teeth and I just charge when that happens. I'm like, I'll do it blind if I have to because I get my like <laughs> ocular migraines. And so, yeah, I just, I, I yeah, and I'm, Satan doesn't get to win. So thank you for asking. Amen.
2: amen mm. sorry i'm just running through here i realize the tab gets to the end and you think it's done and then it loads back up uh, <laughs> so yeah i'm trying to track with you guys so just yeah. just bear with me but i believe the lord's here and we'll, we'll give the holy spirit as much time as as he wants he's a gentleman i hope you guys are enjoying this because the lord's good amen mm-hmm. elizabeth he needs some severe mouth healing new work and direction after job loss Uh, restoration of several family members. So Father, we thank you, Lord. Father, that you know our request even before we make them known before you, Lord. Um, And so Father, I thank you, Lord, that you hear the cry of your saints, Lord. You said that you collect our tears. And and so for uh, Elizabeth, I want to let you know and, and, and just release over you that the tears you cried in the last season have watered the seeds that are bursting forth in this season. Amen. And so I know what it looks like right now in the natural, but it's part of what we've been talking that no weapon formed against you shall prosper. And that God can do in moments what takes others what takes others years. Amen. And so, Father, we just thank you right now, God, that you are working all things out for her good. Father, we thank you, Lord, that you didn't bring her along this far, Lord Father, just to let her fail. So, Lord Father, every lying tongue that rises up against the knowledge of who you are, we cast it down right now. Every lying tongue that has tried to come against uh, your faith and try to get you to doubt, Father, we just just rebuke it right now in the name of Jesus. Father, we just speak peace, Lord Father, over Elizabeth, God. I just speak the peace of knowing that this is handled and this is worked out. It's this peace that surpasses understanding, right? So you don't have to understand it. It's peace that surpasses that because it's stepping into the place of his presence. And so, Father, I just thank you, Lord, that you're working all things out. Father, I thank you for the open doors according to Isaiah twenty-two, twenty-two. 22, Father, that you are opening doors in her life that no man can shut and shutting doors that no man can open. So, Father, we just speak to every door that's not of you, and we command it to be closed in the name of Jesus. And, Father, we just uh, just declare a divine opening, Lord, Father, of those doors, Lord, Father, which you are releasing before her now, Lord, Father. And we just pray for salvation in her family, Lord, that just as you are encountering Muslims in the Middle East, Lord, Father, in dreams and visions, Father, I pray that you would encounter Honor her loved ones, Lord Father, in dreams and visions that you would bring forth the revelation of the Son of God. Lord Father, make it known to her. Make it known to them in the name of Jesus. Mm. In the name of Jesus.
1: Yeah, Uh, Tyler, if you navigate over to the private uh, chat, uh, Illumination put uh, something uh, from one of our other feeds that's not coming through this one. It's
2: from Brandy. Yeah
1: says we could use prayers. Everyone has some kind of cold. The baby slept like three hours last night.
2: All right. Well, Brandy, uh, thank you for putting that illumination. Brandy, right now, Father, we just declare of you uh, just healing, Lord. I just thank you for healing in our family, Lord. I thank you for healing in the household. Father, we just declare, Lord Father, uh, that this cold, Lord Father, uh, will have no effect on her, Lord Father. So even right now, Father, we just command all fevers to go down and dissipate in the name of Jesus. Father, we just rebuke this—just this attack against her family, against their lungs, Lord Father. I just see specifically, just like lung congestion, Lord Father. We just in chest congestion, Father. We just declare it to be loosed right now in the name yes. of Jesus, Father. Just we just command this attack to be loosed over their house in the name of Jesus, Father. I just speak sweet peace over this baby, Lord Father. Um, I just speak, uh, just speak peace over this household right now, Lord Father. That this, that right now, Lord Father, tonight, that they're going to enter into a place and state of rest, Father. I thank you Lord, for health and healing. Lord Father. I thank you for wholeness, Lord. I thank you, Father, for right now, Lord, that you're bringing them into a place of wholeness, Lord Father. Wholeness, Lord, in Jesus' name. And Lord Father, I just declare, Lord, um, that right now they're going to begin to feel their temperatures begin to drop um, and normality, Lord, return. Um, And along with that, Lord, every symptom, Lord Father, would, would begin to dissipate, Lord. So I thank you for that now in the name of Jesus in The name of Jesus. Brandy, please let us know how you're being how you're beginning to feel. Lemandore Bebe. Shekara Baba. Shandorobo Bobo. Shatara ba ba. Shikia raba ba bando re babe. shakata rababa baba. Shita robo bobo bo, shikata ba bando repe. Lemandore babe, shikata raba ba uh, there's another person on here it says Nate 33 this uh has been diagnosed with blood cancer three weeks ago and needs a blood marrow transplant he also needs to accept Jesus as a savior and walk with him well father we just pray over nate right now Lord mm-hmm. father we just declare just complete and total healing right now yes, father we just declare, Lord father the blood transplant of yeshua the christ the blood transplant of emmanuel god that you're that the blood that flowed down your veins with father was poured out for us, God. So, Father, we just thank you right now, God, for a supernatural transfusion of your blood. Lord, Father, we just declare right now, God, that every cell, that every blood cell, Lord Father, will return to normality. Father, we speak to his body right now and just say, be healed in Jesus' name. And, Father, let us, we just thank you for the greatest miracle of all, Lord Father, and we just declare that this testimony would lead forth to his salvation. Father, I just declare, Lord Father, that this testimony would release the testimony of Jesus, Mm -hmm. that this would release the testimony of Jesus. Lord Father, and that he would come to know the height steps with which is your love, God. So, Father, we just pray encounter your son now, encounter Nate, Lord Father. Open his eyes to see and his ears to hear who you are, Lord Father, and bring salvation to him right now. In the name of Jesus. Hmm. In the name of Jesus.
1: Tyler, do you do any kind of uh Facebook? I see somebody asking, do you need do you do any prayer sessions on Facebook Live or anything like that?
2: Um so I actually haven't I I used to do them all the time. I haven't done one in, in quite some time though. Mm. Um, but it might be a good time to start back. But I have I not say, done one there's, a, there's something
1: there's a little extra something with this, man. <laughs> it's, it's yeah. Amen. Yeah.
2: It's just uh it's just partner with the Lord. Amen. It's just coming hey, can, together.
1: Can you do me a favor? There's someone who frequents this chat. I don't think she's here right now, but I saw somebody else reference her. Her name is Carissa. Okay she's allergic to mold which is everywhere and has major respiratory issues as a result would you mind just just praying for her
2: yeah absolutely yeah absolutely so father we just speak over carissa right now god father we just declare healing lord father in her lungs and in her body father we just command lord father just this attack against lord father her 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 sinuses, Lord Father, and allergies, Lord Father, we just command it to be reversed in Jesus' name. Father, even the diagnosis, Lord Father, of these allergies, Father, we just we just rebuke it and command it to be reversed in the name of Jesus. Father, I just declare healing right now over her body. We just command lungs to open up in the name of Jesus. We command lungs to expand in Jesus' name. And Father, I pray right now, God, that even where she's at, that she's going to feel a fresh and filling of your pneuma, a fresh and filling of your spirit, God. I just pray that you would breathe on her afresh right now, God. Just like John chapter 20, that you breathe into your disciples. Lord, I just pray that you would breathe into her now, Lord Father. Let her receive fresh breath in Jesus' name. Mm -hmm. In Jesus' name, Carissa, if you watch this recap, I just see the Lord breathing afresh over you. I just see him coming mouth to mouth, and it's just this resurrection power that's filling your life. So, Father, we just release fresh breath, the fresh breath of God over your daughter right now, Lord Mm -hmm. Father. And we just declare, Carissa, be healed in the name of Jesus. Jesus. Mm -hmm. Be healed in the name of Jesus. My brother has type 1 diabetes. This is from Maria and my sisters and I have been praying and believing for his complete healing. Well, Father, we just thank you right now for healing, Lord. We thank you, Lord, that by your stripes he's healed. Father, we just declare uh, just a, a reversal right now of diabetes. Lord, we just command his sugar levels to return to normality. Lord, Father, blood levels to return to normality right now. And, Father, we just declare healing, Lord, over his body right now in the name of Jesus. Yes, Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Shikara Baba, shataba baby clark uh this is from sylvia soto father right now in jesus name she says baby clark is two year old two years old has a tumor on his back uh and faith clark will be healed in jesus name well father we just thank you lord you said one can put a thousand but two can put ten thousand and that we're two or more are uh, gather in your name you're there in the midst well father we just thank you look that you're the healer that you're the deliverer father that nothing's too big we're great for you father we just speak over this tumor right now and command it to shrink in jesus name
0: mm
2: command it to shrink in Jesus' name, we curse it at the root and command it to uproot itself and leave right now. Right now. Right now in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Every assignment of the enemy against this baby, we break its power right now in the name of Jesus. Every spirit of premature death, we rebuke you in Jesus' name and I declare healing over Clark in the name of Jesus. And I declare, Lord Father, that you will raise him up to be a deliverer. He will bring forth the ministry of deliverance mm-hmm. in the name of Jesus, and He'll bring liberation to the captives. And Father, we just declare His divine destiny right now, Father, that You would conceal Him, Lord, under, your, under the shadow of Your wings, all the days of His life. Lord, Father, that He will that He will lock eyes with You and never let You go, and that this will be the testimony of Jesus that's on display in His life. We declare it now in the name mm-hmm. of Jesus. Yeah, yeah my daughter, Papa. Shika baba shatataba, le bandore be shi karaba be. And see another friend who's got scoliosis. Will we just speak spine? Be straight now, in Jesus' name. Yes, we command spine to align right now, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Le eleven-year-old daughter. And Father, we declare that as her back aligns, so will her mind align with the things of God. Mm-hmm. That you're causing a divine alignment in her life to take place even now, in the name of Jesus. Shaka Rababa. Shika Tababa Shika Consumed by this love. Getting a children's book published about dreams just need the financial part taken care of. Yes and amen. Uh, uh, MJ Clements, we just declare it's finished in Jesus' name. Mm. We just declare it's finished in Jesus' name that he'll provide for it. Um, And Father, we just pray for a release of this book, Lord Father, that you would get it in the right hands, Lord Father, and the right children, Lord Father, to read it and partake of it, Lord. And that God, it would speak life to them, Lord Father, that it would be life to them in Jesus' name. Le Mandura baba Shakata Shikia Rababa Shikotore The cold rain coming down with it. Le Brababa Shukore B. Le Mandura Baba Shikia Rabba Shikotore Shila Mama Masore I'm just trying to make sure I don't miss anybody's request, guys. Brenda Stanley uh, praying for... Fire of God on daughter, alcohol, prescription meds, diabetes. To pray for complete deliverance and healing. Her name is mm-hmm. D. If that Father, well, we're going to pray for her. If, if that's if that's you guys, if you're if you're believing for a child, if you're believing her a prodigal, if you're believing for a child that's lost, a child that's running from God, just reach your hand towards the screen. I just want to pray for you mm-hmm. now, um, in accordance with Brenda, right now. Uh, because I believe that this is the hour that the prodigals come home. I do believe it's an hour that the Lord is 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 encountering His people in supernatural ways, like dreams and visions, and causing disturbances in our life until we give our life to him. So I just want to release this over you and I just want you to receive it in Jesus' name. Father, we just declare right now, God, over every person watching, Lord Father, those who have been praying and interceding on behalf of a child, Lord Father, on behalf of a family member, God, who's lost, Lord Father, God, you hear our prayers and you hear our cries, Lord Father, we pray that you would just encounter your people tonight. I just feel the fire of God just beginning to be released, Lord Father, we just declare over them, God, uh, that you would just encounter their lives, Lord That's Father, that Lord. you would cause such a supernatural disturbance that they don't want to eat, they don't want to sleep until they give their lives to to you, Jesus. Father, I pray, God, that Lord, that you would incline their ears to hear what your spirit's saying, Father, that there would be a supernatural beckoning, Lord Father, of their hearts, Lord Father, to you, God, a supernatural drawing, Lord Father. You said it's your goodness that leads man to repentance, Lord. So Father, I thank you, Lord, that your goodness, Lord, that's on display, Lord Father. Uh, Lord, I thank you for healing, Lord, for deal. Lord Father. I pray for, I, I thank you for uh, supernatural deliverance, Lord, Father. That you would just begin to release freedom, Lord, Father, from addiction, Lord, Father. That you would break the chains of addiction, Lord, Father, over their life right now. In the name of Jesus, Father, I just pray, Lord, Father, and we just cancel out every demonic assignment, Lord, and just declare that it is finished in the name of Jesus. And Father, we just pray, God, that you would replace every addiction, Lord, Father, God, with the with the desire and the pursuit of your presence, Lord, Father. And Lord, let them. Be that much more, God, inf- infatuated with you. But Father, we just declare healing and salvation over them now in the mighty name of Jesus. I think I might have. Uh, I think I may have uh, caught up to the end of the feed here, LeMando. If we if, I, if we missed anything, guys, just go ahead and and, and write a comment there. Um, I do see Sean's salvation. Father, we declare salvation to Sean in mm-hmm. Jesus' name. Salvation yeah. to Sean in Jesus' name. Father, we thank you for it, Lord. We thank you for encountering his life, God. Yes. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, God, for turning his life around for your glory. We thank you, Lord. Thank you for Justin Paul, or we thank you for healing him now. In Jesus' name. Jesus name. Mm. Oh, wow. I see that Phil, that message there on um, on uh for Kathy. Well, Father, we just declare right now over Kathy by the way, just to command her arms to be healed right now mm-hmm. and every broken bone to be realigned right now. And last week she broke her fingers too. She has two broken arms because of a fall in July this year. And two weeks. Well, Father, we just command every bone to be healed right now. Yes. Father, we speak over her, over her body, over her fingers, Lord Father. We just command complete healing right now, Lord, that even when she goes in for an x ray, Lord Father, that they're gonna see a supernatural mending of the bones, Lord Father. Just a mending together, Lord Father, and Lord, whatever it is that's causing the, the loss of balance here, Lord Father. We just speak peace right now, Lord Father. Uh peace over her mind, Lord, peace over her body. We just command stability right now, Lord. In the name of jesus yeah uh, father i thank you lord for a deeper encounter i believe it's even supernatural that god's bringing a stability greater stability to your life kathy i believe that he's bringing a greater balance uh in jesus name yeah. and so i believe that he's beginning to cause a recalibration in the spirit realm of those things which matter those things which are important and god's causing a recalibration um of your hunger and your pursuit and and more direction amen mm. um uh, of intentionality it's going to be very targeted prayers um that begin to come forth from your life where it seems like it's kind of been scattered a little bit but god's bringing a uh, direction and intention um so that when you pray and when you begin to speak that every every mark uh every every arrow hits its mark amen uh, and so i want to release that over you that it's a full balance and stability that god's bringing to all things in all depths and it's not just single-minded but it's it's all together. Amen. tell it we'll go for about five more minutes okay all right amen uh severe hearing loss that causes real problems in communication and ministry judith do you have severe hearing loss right now is it in the right ear judith walton
1: yeah there's about like a uh, 10 15 second delay sometimes
2: Both Both ears. Both ears. All right. Well, uh, let's just do it now. Amen. Father, in Jesus' name, Father, we just declare over Judith, Lord Father, we just command this infirmity to leave her ear right now. Father, I just speak to this infirmity and we just bind it right now and we command it to be loosed from her ears right now in the name of Jesus. Right now in the name of Jesus. Right now in the name of Jesus. Mm. Father, we just command it to be uprooted out of your life in the name of Jesus. Father, I just speak healing right now. We just command ears to be open in Jesus' name. Ears be open in Jesus' name. And every attack and every assignment that's been sent to try to cloud your vision and and, and begin to try to muzzle your voice and, and try to uh, silence your hearing of his pres- of, of his voice, I just break its power right now in the name of Jesus. And I command, Lord Father, your ears to open up in Jesus' name. Command your ears to open up in Jesus' name. Command your ears to open up in Jesus' name. And, Judith, we just command the muzzle to be removed in the name of Jesus. You do have a voice. You do have a word to release. And I just command every every attack and every assignment of the enemy to be broken and destroyed. And the muzzle to come off. That you're stepping into this hour. That God will raise you up as a trumpet. That God will raise you up as a trumpet to release the word of the Lord. amen in Jesus name in Jesus name he will raise you up like a trumpet While we wait for you to just begin to uh, just begin to test this out um, let me know what you feel let me know what you feel in your ears uh Kathleen uh, says I have right ear hearing loss oh father we just declare right now uh, just a re- renewal and re- restoration of hearing in Jesus name. Uh, just a restoration of hearing in Jesus' name. Father, we just command Kathleen's ears to open right now in the name of Jesus. Father, we just come against every attack and every assignment, and we just command this infirmity to be lifted up and off of her in Jesus' name. Mm. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. We just say, ear be opened in the name of Jesus. Le mandosha. Le karababa. Oh, oh! thank you, Father. Baby Carly, six-month-old, diagnosed with liver cancer. <laughs> Father, we just thank you for Carly, Lord. Father, I just thank you for healing now, God. <sighs> thank you for healing now, Lord. I thank you for touching her body right now, Lord, even in this moment. I thank you, Lord, for touching her body right now. Father, I thank you for reversing every curse and reversing every lie and every attack of the enemy. I declare healing over her body, over her mind, Lord. I pray that you would touch every ligament, God, every organ, every muscle, God. And I pray that you would bring healing right now. Father, I just declare that she will live and not die. Father, I just declare your purpose and your plan over her life, God. The hell would not be in such a frenzy if the kingdom wasn't advancing, and the war over babies wouldn't be wouldn't be this way if, the, if this wasn't a generation of deliverers that are rising on the scene. And so, Father, I thank you, Lord, for the mandate and the purpose on Carly's life, and that she will live to testify of the goodness of God. Mm-hmm. So, Father, we thank you, Lord, for her healing right now. We thank you, Lord, for her freedom. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus.
1: We have another one uh, from one of our feeds. Illumination posted. It's from mpi ds you know who you are daughter maria has had undiagnosed pain and numbness for two years she has four children so her daughter maria or his daughter one of the two their daughter maria uh, has had undiagnosed pain and numbness for two years
2: wow maria had had undiagnosed pain and numbness okay is it in her feet If it is in her feet and legs, I feel like it's specifically in the legs and feet. But either way, Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, Father, I just thank you for Maria. God, I just thank you for her life. God, I thank you for the mother that she is. I just want to honor her as a good mother. I just I just hear the Lord and you can relay this over to your daughter that the Lord is saying that he honors her as a good mother uh, and all that she does for her family. And he's pleased with her. So, Father, I thank you, Lord. I thank you for her life, Lord. I thank you for the life laid down. I thank you for the sacrifices that she's made for her family. I thank you, Lord, Father, that you've crafted her, Lord, Father, that you've given her the heart that she has, the heart of a servant. It's almost this Mary Mary type of heart just to serve. And, Father, I just declare right now, God, that by your stripes she's healed. Father, I just declare uh, just... um, mobility to be returned and I declare feeling to be returned back Lord father to her body Lord to her legs Lord father uh, to her whole body in Jesus name father we just Mm -hmm. declare and command every muscle every ligament Lord to be returned back to normality Lord father her nerves I just see it specifically in the nerves Father. we just declare healing to her nervous system right now. In the name of Jesus, we yeah. just command nervous system to be healed and restored. In Jesus' name, mm. we command all pain to go and uproot itself right now. In the name of Jesus, mm. Father, I just thank you, Lord, for healing her. I thank you, Lord, for healing in mm. Jesus'
1: name. Yeah, it's the back, legs, and feet.
2: Amen. That's what I saw. Yeah. Thank you, Lord, for healing. Mm-hmm. In Jesus' name. Yeah how much time do we have here jeff
1: uh well i mean we're about done but <laughs> we can just you know we can get this um hey there's someone that Ebel i Ebel Hartlet. forgive my pronunciation of the first name It says son steven struggles with addiction and anxiety and not working so one of the things actually i felt very strongly um i always say men need a quest um and uh i think that some of that yes we can pray and god will heal and deliver but there's actually i really feel like he he's lacking vision in his life uh right now and so yeah. lord we just ask for vision lord that thank you that you're the author of that vision and so we just speak uh a, a direct heading over her son right now or over their son right now stephen that god that that you would make it abundantly clear what he's supposed to do. But that answer is found. That answer is found in intimacy with you. And so God, we just ask for the spirit of wisdom and revelation over Stephen right now for an increased hunger of pressing into your presence in Jesus name, Father. in Jesus name, we declare purpose, kingdom purpose in Jesus name.
2: Thank you, Lord. Mm. Man, yeah.
1: All right, Tyler, dude, you are a massive, massive, massive blessing to the body of Christ.
2: Amen. Likewise. Thank
1: you for. I know this, this, this comes at a cost, you know it. it, uh, And so, I just want to thank you for your commitment to praying for people. And I know the many people that are watching or that are going to watch this are really, really appreciative of that so thank you
2: absolutely well thank you for having me thank you for all that you do and just continue oh, to fan of the flame and, and be consistent with these and yeah and how God's using you it's amazing
1: yeah thanks man okay so how can people follow follow you because you're out and about on social media <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah so uh you guys can follow me you can see the link right there below consuming love ministries.com that's uh actually the, the itinerary ministry that we have we pastor a church in lexington kentucky called trinity life center um, so if you're in the Lexington area, you can come out and and, and uh, just come be with us. It's uh, we love to have worship nights and just spend time with the Lord um, through prayer and intercession. Um, also though through Facebook, um, Instagram, it's just Tyler Medina. Um, and then we, we also have a YouTube channel called for consuming love ministries as well as the father's heart podcast. So that's on Apple music, Spotify, Amazon. So if you have any of those apps, um, kind of want to hear what's being taught on a daily basis. We do a lot of foundational series, um, and then just give the word weekly through there. So it's the father's heart podcast, um, where it's me and my lovely wife on there. So you'll get to hear her as well. Mm -hmm. Um, it's just a good time. Awesome. Dude, seriously.
1: Thank you so much. Thank you. This was great. We'll do it again for sure so good,
2: exactly, man well i love you appreciate it and until uh, next time
1: yeah absolutely everybody you heard him until next time that's our show join us tomorrow where we've got micah turnbow in he's going to be talking about heavenly encounters all that crazy stuff it's going to be great uh, so tune in tomorrow at 2 p.m pacific time 5 p.m eastern time also there's a donation link at the end if you guys have been blessed by this it takes a lot of resources Uh, to keep this thing going especially since we're going to five days a week so if you feel led Elijahfire.com donate you can drop in a dollar and it's going to be put to use okay and it goes to the water wells that goes to keeping this running so we just thank you guys so much so tune in tomorrow we'll see you tomorrow 2 p.m pacific time 5 p.m eastern time until then bye bye